What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the draft show here on Roto Grinders. I am Britt Devine uh, here with Mr. Grant Niefer, aka Turd Ferguson. Uh, and if you played along with us the last time me and Grant did the show, your bankroll is a little low because uh, Grant took all of our money that day. Uh, unfortunately for Grant, didn't win the second leg of his live final. But uh, Grant, lay off on us. You know, let us win some of the money today. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't win the second leg because I woke up a little bit hungover, looked at my phone. I'm like, oh, shoot, the draft's in 10 minutes. What do I do? Well, the Yankees and the Red Sox are on here. I'll go Yankees. I don't care. Red Sox were the right choice, and I fudged it. I fudged it real bad. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun today. Uh, It's just a six-game slate, but there's a lot of offense, and there's not a lot of pitching. So we'll talk about all that in a second. The first thing I need you to do, if you're new to the shows or if you've never followed me on draft or you don't know how to follow somebody, well, to play along with us on the show, you're going to have to follow me. So how you do that, the bottom right corner of the screen is the profile button. In the top right of the screen, there's an add an acquaintance, uh, as we like to call, because you don't have to be my friend. You can just be my acquaintance. And you type in Brit Divine, just my name, uh, right there, and that will get you following me. And then you'll get the invite from us on the show. If you want to follow Grant or any of the other people here at Roto Grinders as well, you can search for them, and you should be able to find them. And then if they ever post games, uh, you'll be able to jump in there. A um, couple things I need to talk about before we start drafting for baseball. Uh, the first thing uh, is the draft best ball kit because it's uh, it's live, it's ready to go. Uh, it's thirty nine ninety nine on Roto Grinders, but the kicker we give you a twenty five dollar entry fee into the best ball championship. So if you were, if you were scrounging with me in the $5 one, Grant, right. I'm not the, I don't play the biggest stakes. I like that $5 one. Well, it filled for the best ball championship. So now the only big, the only game in town on draft currently is the $25 best ball championship. So if you want to have some information for that and updated articles, um, you can get the draft kit for 39 bucks, but we give you a $25 ticket to jump into the best ball championship. So make sure to check that out. Um, and Devin has dropped the link in chat if that interests you. Um, I also want to know, for some reason, I don't know why I'm on this, but uh, it looks like Jordan Blender, uh, he is he has overtaken me in some of the lineup HQ stuff. He's doing a free show for everybody tomorrow. He's going to go over his baseball process. I believe it starts at 2 o'clock is what I saw on the schedule. So if you, you know, you're playing baseball tomorrow night or basically for any night, um, and you want to MME, Jordan's going to be kind of going through a couple tips and tricks for you in lineup HQ, and that's going to be tomorrow at 2 o'clock, uh, so make sure to do that. Uh, Grant, let's get started on here. I'm going to try to win some money, because last time you kind of depleted some of my uh, my money on here. So what do you, I think we're going to get in one of these, uh, the 405 games, so let me, let's get one of these in here for a buck. How many people should we do today? We're going to have seven games on this one. You want to- Eight. Make them all have sucky pitchers. All right. So we'll do this one. We'll play a regular one here quick. Oh, nope. It has already uh, not allowed me to do that. So I'm going to have to go to the next one. And we'll go to the six-game slate. And we'll just play for a buck to start off here. Eight's the max I can do. We're going to play eight, and we're going to we're gonna have some fun to really put some pressure on people. So uh, that one's ready to go. What are you doing on draft today? Because I played a couple of the – there's offense everywhere. Pitching runs out pretty quick, and the eighth guy who picks a pitcher today isn't probably going to be too happy. Oh, look who got number one pick, you dirty, rotten cheater. You got third. You're not doing too bad. I'm oh. taking Mike Trout. I don't know who you're taking first. Well, I wanted to take Mike Trout, but I guess that's out. Um, 
I'll see if Barrios gets to me. Who knows? If not, then I'm just fudged. I don't know what to do. Yeah, what are we, let's talk kind of the slate in general today, right? Because pitching overall is pretty weak. Um, Barrios is expensive. Giolito's expensive. Not sure if they're, you know, really worth it in DFS overall because the offense is so strong tonight, and both of those guys do have some question marks. Barrios obviously going up against the White Sox that like to strike out, but he just really hasn't been doing it lately, and the strikeout percentage for him not exactly where it needs to be to to kind of pay the premium price. So, like, how are you handling the slate of pitcher? I mean, well, Barrios is the clear top option, and it's not remotely close. Um, we all we've seen what happens with a mediocre pitcher going up against the White Sox. Barrios is a good pitcher; doesn't walk a lot of guys, throw strikes, and he's going to make these White Sox pay. Uh, he's going to be fifty percent owned, so. I mean, game theory kind of says just fade him, uh, which makes things real tough here. You got Honestly, screwed. Huh? You got screwed. Yeah, classic. Yeah. <laughs> Lindor, here we come. Yeah, um, it, yeah, but this slate's trash. It's complete and utter trash. I don't think it's trash. It's I think it's somewhat fun. I don't know. I uh, I joined cash games right on DraftKings before, like late last night. You know, I just jammed in a bunch of games because that's what I do every single day. But I'm I'm sort of excited to play some tournaments because I think there's some uh, ownership we could take advantage of, and there's just a lot of offense, which means anything can happen. Um, and I like that for tournaments where basically anything can happen. But uh, I, I went with Mike Trout first here. Uh, the Angels. It looks like. Let me refresh the starting lineups page really quick here. We don't have a lineup for him because uh, it's the late game. Uh, let's see here. Where's the ownership on him? Some huge, huge ownership. I've currently pulled up DraftKings on tournaments on the Angels. They're definitely going to be the chalk. Um, Trout's 30. Otani's 25. Upton's 27. Now, they have a really big total, right? Six and a half. But there's a lot of other offenses. Uh, I think in a couple of tournaments I play tonight, if I'm hand-building teams, I, I don't know. That that angel ownership is through the roof. I know it's a small slate, but that's pretty heavy ownership on those guys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd rather go with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Two better pitchers, but it's a better ballpark. And, I mean, there's not good ballparks on this slate. Uh, the White Sox and Boston are the two best ballparks. I mean, we all know the A's ballpark is trash. We all know. The, the Mariners' ballpark is not great. Royals' ballpark isn't great. Like, no real place has a good ballpark outside of Boston today. And we obviously have two of the best offenses in Boston. We have trash, trash pitching, and if you're not playing Barrios, then it's easy to fit in bats. I'm probably going really heavy on the Yankees and the Red Sox here today, um, probably a little bit on the Indians. But there's no real offense that I really like here, and there's no real pitcher that I really like here. There is one guy that I think is probably the best tournament option on the entire board. Who's that? Gerardo. You like Gerardo? Yeah, the the Little Mermaid. So let me, I'm refreshing. I'm trying to get his ownership here, at least for DraftKings. Uh, You're going to be up in a second to fit. So uh, Gerardo's ownership coming in at 4% grant. So if you're using him, you're basically the only one. Sell sell me on him against Oakland because, I don't know, I like the Oakland side in, in this matchup. I mean, he doesn't walk a lot of guys. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but ball's going to be put in play quite a bit. It's a big ballpark. It's good for hitting, or I mean, good for pitching. Uh, He's not a very good pitcher, but a lot of those stats are from over in Texas, which is not a very good pitcher's ballpark. 
This is a great pitcher's ballpark here. 69 degrees out, so it's not very hot, not very humid. Ball's not going to be traveling a whole lot. He's a guy that can get some ground balls slightly above average to the right side of the plate, slightly below average to the left. But there's mostly going to be righties in this lineup. And, I mean, we all know that Davis is being trash lately. Lariano is a high strikeout guy. Olsen's a high strikeout guy. There are a few high strikeout bats, but essentially what we have is just the trashiest of trash slates when it comes to pitching. When Tanaka is probably the second best option or Giolito is walking everyone, uh, you just don't really have a good like SP1 or a good SP2 unless you go with Barrios, who's going to be 50% owned. So that's not really worth it, in my opinion here. Yeah, I like the um, the LeBlanc suarez builds have you have you messed around with any of those that just gets you all the bats that you want oh you mean two trash pitchers that are going to be super everybody's chopped? everybody's trash though yeah so why would you pick why would you go with a 34 percent owned trash pitcher who doesn't even have strikeout ability i mean well i mean am i gonna play brett anderson who's lower owned who definitely doesn't have any strikeout ability either i mean i, I guess i understand that's why you're coming on uh, that's why you like gerardo a little yeah, and honestly, like, you can go Montgomery, too. I mean, in all reality, like, no pitcher is out of play. You can go Porcello, who, I mean, he was good at one point, but I'm not playing 30% owned guys on a six-game slate that are not good pitchers, do not have high strikeout upside, could easily get blown up. I mean, you're playing the numbers game, and the numbers game say if you play a 30% owned pitcher today, you're a big dummy. I don't know about that. I mean, by default, there's – four pitchers who are going to be hovering around that percentage just because there's not a lot of outside of Barrios, give me one reason why i should play them i i I don't know i kind of like leblanc a little bit against detroit um yeah how are his numbers um they're horrible numbers in comparison suarez Suarez has some strikeouts i like suarez yeah but how are how are their numbers in comparison to gerardo I, mean, I don't really like Gerardo at all. Worse. Their worst numbers in Definitely a worst ballpark. The, literally the only difference between Gerardo and LeBlanc is Gerardo might go longer in the game, and he has a worse matchup. That's it. That's the only difference. And you're getting one-tenth the ownership because no one wants to play him. Realistically, like the chance of him outscoring LeBlanc are roughly 40%. And he's coming in at one-tenth the ownership. There's a, there's no logical reason to play LeBlanc in anything but maybe cash games. I don't know. I'm, I mean, maybe you sold some of the people on Gerardo. It's not, it's not, I'm not MMEing tonight, right? I'm just going to hand build some teams, I think. And I, I don't really see myself having too much Gerardo just too, too much Woba, too much ISO to righties. There is a little bit of strikeout potential to the righties. Yeah, do you know who you just described? Yeah, like every pitcher on the slate. Every pitcher <laughs> on the entire slate. I don't even know who to go with here. Okay. I, wait, I waited on pitcher, and it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, I waited on pitcher, too, and it's definitely not going to be pretty. I'm going to get – I get, like, the turn here. Um, Why didn't I go to knock there? Plutko, who's horrible, or one of the pitchers in New York. I might, I might actually just take Plutko. Do it. Definitely not going to be Porcello. I think I'm going to take Plutko. I like that Boston game for a ton of offense today. And then a, uh, a lower down the order infielder. It's running a little thin. Um, probably not Polanco. Not VR. 
not Fletcher. There's not really much I like here. Um, how about some Voight against uh, Porcello? That sounds like a home run, right? Yeah. Let's see. What am I going to get? Oh, I get Tanaka. I don't know why you didn't pick Tanaka. Plucko doesn't strike anyone out, and he's not good. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I'll take the chance at a win. I, I'm. I'm really on the offense in that in that New York game. I, I don't really have much interest in either pitcher. As am I, but you, you can Tanaka. take. Yeah, you can take Tanaka. Well, I thank you for it. I I really am thankful for you letting me win this draft too, as you have let me win every draft when we're on the show. Uh, you can you can get Devers later. I like Devers quite a bit today, specifically on draft. It, it looks like a pretty good spot for him today. Yeah, Devers is great. Red Sox are great. What did Wojnowski do against him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> case closed, right? Yeah, what has what has Thornton done against him multiple times this season? What have a lot of pitchers done against him? This is baseball. Baseball's volatile, and like this is a six-game slate. It's a perfect time to fade the chalk. Anytime there's an absolute trash chalk pitcher, and not even that great of a matchup, LeBlanc's going to be thirty-four percent owned. Detroit's way better versus lefties than they are versus righties. If he was a righty, it'd make a little bit more sense. But he's not a high strikeout guy. He's definitely not a high strikeout guy versus righties. There's going to be, what, one lefty in the lineup? You're getting a 14% K-rate guy versus righties going up against a team that doesn't strike out at a horrible clip versus lefties. I, I just I don't understand people's thought processes. I don't understand your thought process. I don't know. What's your – um? I want to take a look at Devin's team here. So Devin's kind of all over the place, has four different things. He wanted Plutko. How come you didn't back it up? You were talking about Gerardo. You, you didn't back up uh, your smack talk by taking Gerardo. I mean, I didn't need to. I had to knock on the board. Hmm. It's the difference between – ownerships are relevant here. Do I think Wade LeBlanc outscores Gerardo? Probably. Do I think that it's nearly as likely as ownership would tell? Absolutely not. That's ridiculous to say. Uh, guys, don't forget about the Sharp Side Street Contest. Uh, I was talking to Devin about a pre-show. Uh, you start swiping. You start betting. Uh, it doesn't really cost you anything. You can download it from your app store or, uh, you know, on your cell phone. Uh, lock in your bets. We're giving away $1,500 in FanDuel credit. Um, if you start betting early games and late games, you might be able to catch the guy in first place, so it's not too late to start on that. Uh, so open up your Sharp Side app. Bet something tonight. Grant, Grant, you do any videos today? You got any leaning on a, a certain game if you'd want to bet on sharp side? Um, if you want to bet on sharp side, bet bet the Rangers. Oh, if you want to do the streak, let's see. It closes off at 140. Yeah. Is it 140 or one fit minus 140? 140. The, the twins on our starting lineups page are 140. I don't know what they are on sharp side right now. Yeah, I mean, if they're – I mean, honestly, like if you can get the Indians or the twins, those are the two probably best ones. Um, but – Probably the best option is going to be the under in the uh, Cleveland game, would but, be my guess. So then you'd like my Plutko pick then? You can still <laughs> give up four runs. Uh, I, I like um, – I don't know. I might even take the the over in that game. It's tough. To, it's hard to take unders. Yesterday was like one of the biggest under games of the, of the year, wasn't it? Like all of them. I think all but three games went on the under yesterday. So and uh, we saw cards. Let's uh, let's give cards a round of applause, right? $50,000 richer uh, for cards. Had himself a nice stack and took down a big one. So uh, congratulations to cards. Um, what I, what I want to do, Grant, is this whole situation where we're arguing over Adam Plutko or Rick Porcello or Brett Anderson – 
it's trash. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from that and how about we play some hitter only? Yeah, I'm in. That sounds like like more fun if you ask me. So let's do that. Um let's kick we'll do it for three and then we'll start some five. We got a full hour today, so we'll probably play a couple of these. Uh so this is for three bucks. Uh you ready, Grant? Yep. All right. And I noticed a couple of people followed me earlier in the show. You got to be real quick because these things fill up when we do the shows almost instantaneously. Uh, if you're in the lobby, you refresh it. It should pop up right onto your screen and you jump in because what that lasted about five seconds. Granted, is that, is that good or bad for you? I mean, for me, that, that would be <laughs> That's a good. lot, right? <laughs> that, that's a long time. <laughs> uh, so you got the second pick here. You're definitely not. Oh, Grant, I lied to the people, Grant. I feel bad. I, I wanted to do hitter only, but I tricked them somehow. Uh, it looks like I, f I forgot to do hitter only and we're stuck with You them. big dummy. So I, I promise you guys we'll do our next one. I will uh, learn how to use the app correctly and we will do hitter only. But, hey, we get to talk pitching uh, a couple more times. You got the second pick. So we, it, you will get – are you going to take Berrios or are you going to go offense? I mean, if Trout's available, I'll take Trout. If Barrios is available, I'll take Barrios. I've seen, I've been in, I think, five or six of these today. Trout's gone with 1 1. Uh, I even saw him go ahead of Scherzer in the earlier stuff, which I thought was a mistake uh, for sure. But uh, I think Trout's gone 1 1 here. I mean, it's a mistake depending on the draft size. Uh, if it's a big draft, then absolutely it's a mistake. If it's a small draft, then you can still get stuck with a slightly trashy pitcher. <laughs> Like, I mean, just, it, it all depends on draft size. We'll see what happens here. Is it going to take Barrios? Is it going to take Trout? I would imagine he takes Trout. Well, the excitement is figuratively killing me. What do you do if Trout's going to be 30% plus owned in a tournament tonight? It's a six-game slate. Is that, how do you, is that a fade? Uh, yeah. I mean, fade the Angels. It's just that simple. I'm, I might have a – I think I'm going to fade a stack of the Angels, but I still might play like a Mike Trout or a, an Otani or an Upton or something. I mean, they're still going to come in at 20% ownership, 25% ownership. Yeah, it's a six-game slate. There's only so many guys that make a lot of sense. Yeah, but how many different guys are going to come in at less than half that ownership? I mean – A lot. Yeah. I mean, the entire Yankees lineup going up against Porcel is going to come in at half the ownership of the Angels lineup. You look at the matchup, yes, it's worse, but the ballpark is probably better. Um, yeah, it's it's just play the numbers. Who are you going with? I want to. I got Devers and o, Devers and Otani. Devers, yeah, is well, way, Devers is way too low on draft today. Yeah, I need to figure out who I want to go with. I honestly have no idea. I, I got a full stack of the Indians in the last one. We'll see what happens here. I don't want to. You know, they had the best ball for baseball. I have a, a couple of Dever, Dever shares. He's basically the one of, like, the biggest keys to having, like, a good, if you play season-long baseball or whatever. Like, it, he just completely outperformed where people were drafting him. Yeah, I mean, he showed good numbers at certain points last year, but he just exploded this year. Uh, so, Grant's coming up. You got Barrios. You got to try for a stack here. I think, would you have Cleveland in the last one? Yeah. You going for it again? I don't know. We'll see when it gets to me. Well, up low? Nope. nope, I'm not. I would have taken Santana for sure over Luplo. Yeah, this one's tough here. Scroll down, Grant. Scroll down. In the outfield. There's Yankees. I see them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's a little, you know, you, you know, no Gary Sanchez, but I mean, you can still make the Yankees. Porcello, uh, I got his plate IQ pulled up here. These numbers, that that one game against the Yankees in London, I'm, I'm kind of throwing that out because that's like the track stadium where the ball, um, famously the the Derek Hardy unders in that game, uh, did not work out too well, but. Porcello is just bad versus righties versus lefties. You do want some of the lefties, 375 over 213 ISO. So I do like Didi. Uh, I do like Hicks in the outfield as well, but the righties touch him up as well. Uh, if you can get Hicks, is Hicks still available? He's way down there today. Yep, he is, and I'm drafting him. Yeah, Hicks is Hicks is way too low. Like, to get Encarnacion and Hicks this late in the draft seems pretty crazy to me. Yeah, along with Barrios. Good, good team. I think I helped you along the way, Grant. So if you win, I expect you to like PayPal me like 25 cents back. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe I do that if you actually up the ante in these things. But All right. We'll play a $200 one next. When I, all right. You know, I'm in. That, yeah, that would be really crappy. Because like it, when, when you get the, the notification, everyone's just mashing to get in. So we, we could sneak in some high buy-ins on the people if we wanted to. But I try to. Yeah. I my problem is not a lot. Some of these guys don't have a whole lot of money in their draft account at any given time. So they'll click to join and be like, too much money. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> Let's see here. I got to pick a couple. Um, I see some very good plays available. So I'm going to take. I can't believe Xander's still around against Tanaka. Yeah, that's silly. And then I'm going to go to the outfield. I almost want to take Nunez because he's been really good against the, um, the lefties this year. But I'm just going to – I'm going to take Cole Calhoun who's on fire right now. That's who I was going to say take. So what I end up with, Devers, Bogarts, I got a 2-2 stack, and then I'll get XYZ pitcher at the end. I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Oh, we got some YouTube QQs. He's sneaking them in. You love the you give love to the YouTube, don't you, Grant? You you Grant is not the Roto Grinders chat. He like he is YouTube chat. So that's Grant's personality is more on the YouTube side, right? I, I don't know if that's true. What's the nope. YouTube chat personality like? Um, it's it's wild. Anything goes over there. Oh gosh, yeah, that's the wild <laughs> wild west over there, isn't it? Uh, you think t- Tanaka does he have a chance to snub Boston tonight? Yeah. Tanaka's a guy when his stuff's on can pretty much get to any given team. Uh, yeah, I agree. He can certainly, um, if all, you know, he's like, what, 4,000 pitches, if they're all working, there's no doubt he has the ability to uh, have a good game. Uh, I'm just, I don't really look at BVP too much, but I pulled it up. Not exactly in Tanaka's favor tonight. And there are a lot, a lot of at-bats against him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting anytime you get a uh, pitcher pitching in a division game so they have a pretty large sample size of BVP. Like, that's where it's a little bit more applicable when you're going up against a team. Like, team total BV, BVP against you is kind of more important. Yeah, yeah over 5% of at-bats are a home run. There's not a lot of strikeouts. There's not a ton of walks, but there's a lot of power, a lot of average and it's from Benatendi, it's from Betts, it's from Bogarts, it's from JD, it's from Moreland, it's from the guys you kind of expect. Yeah. I'm just waiting for my pick. Am I going to get who I want? The excitement's figuratively killing me. What do you need? Let me try to guess. Voight. Yeah. (laughs) Barrios, that's great. The second highest projected offense on the slate. 
with four of their best hitters and the top pitcher on the slate. Yeah, I think this draft went pretty well for me. Congratulations, Grant. Thank you. I needed that. Guys, how do you let Grant dominate and we all end up giving him our draft winnings? Like, you, you let him do this to us last time. You're letting him do it again. Give some, guys, some resistance to Grant, please. Sorry, I'm the greatest in the world. I got to close it out. I think I need a pitcher. Not going to be pretty. Oh, I might. I'm probably not going to get Plutko. Someone's going to take it. Oh, yeah. Everyone needs pitchers. You and your big old bone bone for Plutko. That's not a good play. I might have to take your boy, Gerardo. I'm going to get the last of the last. This was a mistake. Gerardo, you mean God's going to get 20 points tonight? I wish I could take you. You can search for. What's his name? I forgot it off the top. Suarez. He's not on draft at all today. So, yeah, I'm down to the the last of the last. This is not good, Grant. Is LeBlanc in here? I mean, is Dorado not in there? I mean, he's in here. I'm almost debating why? it. Why, why, why is it even a debate? Just take him. Take your 20 points. I almost just want to take someone that won't give me a zero. But I'll take Dorado, Grant. You talk me into it. Uh, I got good offense, pitching a little bit, of, a little suspect on my end here. Uh, I mean, his numbers, like, don't look at ISO, don't look at WOBA, look at his straight-up numbers, like the hit dif- distance, 153, the K rate, about average, this all versus righties, low walk rate, high ground ball rate, low fly ball rate, the hard contact's there, but that's mostly attributable to being in Arlington. So, like, everything kind of plays to him being a decent pitcher. People just look at WOBA and ISO and see – Oh, you know what? He he has a fairly high ISO, fairly high woe, but it's going to happen automatically playing over in Texas. That's just how things go. But he's facing a predominantly right-handed heavy lineup here. There are some Ks in it, and he strikes out righties at a higher clip. LeBlanc on the other side versus righties, which he's going to be facing predominantly righties in this lineup, uh, is very, very bad. Don't look at ISO. Don't look at WOBA. You see a 14% K rate. That's 5% lower than Dorado. Same walk rate. Ground ball, 8% lower. Hard contact, just as high almost. More fly balls. He's a worse pitcher than Dorado to righties, and he's facing predominantly righties in this offense. You talk about the matchup. Yes, Oakland is better, but the ballpark in Oakland is also better. This just adds up to, like, if you gave me minus 140 odds, uh, with or plus 140 odds with Dorado versus LeBlanc, I'd probably take Dorado. Um, I feel like this entire show is just me talking about Dorado for some reason. You are moving his ownership from 4% to 4.01%, Grant. So I congratulate you on it. I'm that good. <laughs> uh, don't forget, guys, if you want to do the best ball on draft, uh, the mini has closed, so you cannot play for five dollars anymore, unfortunately. Currently, the only thing in town is the 25. I don't know if they're going to do another five. I don't know if they're going to do 100. I don't know what their plans are. Um, if you want to get prepped for it, you can buy our best ball kit for draft. It's $39.99, but we kick in a $25 entry. So in theory, in the end, it costs you 15 bucks for some pretty good information on how to attack uh, and how to make some lineups for this thing. Um, so make sure to go check that out. Uh, all right, Grant, I promised a hitter only. I'm going to not suck at technology, right? Let's see. Hitters. Triple, Gene. I'm going to not suck at technology. Hitters. And we're going to bump to five bucks, guys. So if you're playing, you know, 
We did a one. We did a three. We're going to close out the show. We're playing for five bucks now. Everyone's on a level playing field. You know who I like. You know who Grant likes. Let's go at it. You ready? Here it is. What makes you think I played the team that I like the most? Well, you know, that would be some next level stuff. Everything's different based on where you draft, when you draft, and how many people are in the draft, and what kind of draft. Things are variable. Oh, man. So we're going to be sniping each other the entire way here. We're at the back. That would that would require you making good picks. Gotcha. Good. Burn. Uh, someone says the Yankees lineup's out. I am scrolling through the Twitter machine. Apparently, uh, so it's uh, LeMahieu, Judge, Hicks, Encarnacion, Gregorius, Voigt, Torres, Taukman, Higoshi, Saka. I forgot how to pronounce his name at the end. But looks kind of like what we expected with no Gary Sanchez yeah yeah that is what we expected my friend what's your thought do you do the twitter.com on the web apparently it all changed it's like in all the uproar today i use tweet deck days ago it's terrible yeah tweet deck on the computer twitter on the phone i don't have a problem so i i I don't understand i don't understand how you use twitter on the computer man it's tweet deck's the way to go like a battle station i'm in front of over here yeah meh so if uh, if you guys were uh, compl- if you don't like the new Twitter update on the computer, uh, I encourage you to go get the Tweet Deck and uh, look into it. Uh, excellent piece of software. Uh, Trout goes with no pitchers. We're gonna get some of the deeper bats out here today. You got you got any sneaky bats? Maybe not on draft, but in DFS tonight. I mean, it's not sneaky on DFS tonight, but Vogelbach's a little bit too cheap here on on draft. I mean. The hitters only draft makes things a bit more interesting. I mean, in angel stacks in play, Grant, you're not going to be able to do that in most scenarios. But the fact that they have four outfielders and almost no infielders, you can get a three-man angel stack with Upton, Calhoun, and Trout if you get the first pick here. Mm-hmm. So whoever that is, Flores, not a terrible idea if it comes back around to you and both Upton and Calhoun are on the board to go with both of them and just take a mini angel stack. It's a little bit different for me drafting at this spot. Honestly, we'll see who gets to me. I might just start off with a big upside bat with my first pick and figure it out from there. Um, we'll see. I mean, free taking in Carzanacion, he's obviously going with a Yankee stack, but I'm just going to take Mookie. No, I'm going to take – is Devers still on the board? Stop, yep. taking, my, stop taking my players. Um, I'm going to take – I don't know. There's this guy. His name's Aaron Judge. He's like six feet, ten inches tall, and four hundred pounds. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him. He's pretty, pretty much the same size as Cheese. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit smaller than Cheese, but pretty close. I mean, it's it's oh, hard to be uh, bigger than Cheese. I'm so I like forgot I was still still up here. Someone did somebody take Edwin? Yep. They probably didn't, and they're just messing with me. But I don't have enough time to look. No, literally, he went off the board right before me. Oh, all right, perfect. Then, yeah, I took Hicks then. Mookie. Yeah, I like this. That's a, with the hitter only. If you start, if you get the stacks like at value to start, no one's really going to take your guys till later, and, and you can basically get kind of what you want. So. You can have whatever you like. Yeah, you can have whatever you like. The TI stacks on me. All right. I don't think I can say any more words without getting sued. Um, all right, so I'm looking at ownership right now, and I'm trying to figure out um, where some edges might be. I guess what I should do is fire up the Slate IQ. I have not looked at it yet. I've been busy. So 
to let you guys know, um, you know, football season's coming up. And I am writing, if you like the Millionaire Maker reviews from last year, I thought those were pretty good. I am spending way too much time and uh, effort to create the end-all be-all of what happened last year in the Millionaire Maker with a lot of new stuff. So I've been doing that for the past couple of days, basically 24-7. It should be fire when it drops. Hopefully all you guys can read that. But uh, let's see. Slate IQ for today. Angels total ownership is 155. Have you looked at Slate IQ yet today, Grant? Nope. All right. So what is the next highest owned team? And then what is their cumulative ownership? It's going to be the Yankees at probably 98. It is Boston at 101. And then the Yankees are following up at 78 right now. Now, these are the early runs. These were an hour ago. They will probably get a little bit tighter if they're not perfect uh, already as, you know, by, what, say, 6 o'clock on the final update. But currently... All of Los Angeles, Boston, and New York, along with Seattle, which has a lot of ownership, are all negative leverage simply because that's where all the ownership is going tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that's how things work. I don't know if you know that, but uh, if you've been listening, I said fade Chuck. The highest leverage team is the White Sox. Uh, I think I understand that. They have a lot of power. Um, Barrios is going to be high owned. Uh, I got to make a couple of picks here. So one second. Uh, thank you. He's still here. I'll take him. And then uh, who else is available? I might just take Vogelbach. It's hard to pass him up tonight. I think I'm going to do it. Get some oh, look at you taking my guys. Luckily, there's one guy I like more. Yeah, I, I, it was between him or Calhoun. Um, but the, the White Sox, I think I understand where the leverage is coming from and Slate IQ again, Slate IQ is for DraftKings. Um, so it's taken the fact that Barrios is going to be high owned. Grant has completely disappeared. No, I'm still here. <laughs> it's going to be taking the fact that they're low owned and it's taking the fact that they do have some upside, uh, if they do happen to connect with the ball and that's factoring into Slate IQ, giving them some pretty positive leverage. And also Baltimore. I like Baltimore a little bit because Suarez is going to be – what do you got there, Grant? Oh, just ibuprofen. Oh, ibuprofen? All right. Yeah, uh, and I figured they saw me popping a pill. I wanted them to know exactly what it was so they wouldn't have any questions. What are you doing do – are you in line with the Orioles? Positive leverage because Suarez, while he has some strikeout ability – um, the, the Angels, is it's actually a sneaky hitter's park. And while the the big run line is on the Angels, guys like Alberto, not a ton of power, but a lot of Woba, lots of medium contact, lots of really making good overall contact. It's not leading to home runs, but he can get there. VR is cheap. He should draw some ownership. Mancini can crush lefties. You've got Nunez and Severino. There's a way for the Orioles to get there. Slate IQ is kind of putting me on there. What's your interest level in them as a stack? Um, so when was the last time they scored, let's just say, seven or more runs? I don't know. I, I could look that up for you real quick. I mean, it's been two days. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> look at the last eight games. Two runs, seven runs, three runs, five runs, six runs, 11 runs, nine runs. That sounds good. Yeah. It, it, people assume that, oh, they're a trash lineup. They can't score runs. They're going against a trash pitcher. 
Suarez is not good. He strikes out guys, but just look at his XFIP on the season here, and you will. You Suarez will is going to be popular tonight too. Very popular. Yeah, so it's a leverage on the pitcher. It's a leverage on low ownership on the hitters. They have some upside. I mean, Dwight Smith Jr. can hit a bomb. Santander can get hit a bomb. Nunez can hit a bomb. Mancini can hit a bomb. VR can hit two bombs for some weird reason. I don't understand completely. He's an interesting hitter. But he's also got speed. He can swipe bags. Suarez is not very good. And it's decent hitting conditions over in L.A. Yes, of course it's a good leverage spot. We have a masochist in the chat. New York Jets 1250. He wants to do another draft with pitchers, Grant. I mean, what kind of, oh, what kind of bad man is this? Oh, I'm in. Let's draft some relief. <laughs> yeah. Who's taking Swanson? Oh, man. Uh, I don't really... You know, Jets, I know you play these a lot, but I really don't want to take any more pitchers today. I'm done with them, so I'm, I might override you on that. Uh, I got my yeah. final pick here. So we're into, we're into, like, the guys nobody was really wanting to play. What do you got down here? I, I spot a couple of names probably a little bit too low that will factor into some of the other players that I have on my team. Oh, there's one guy I'm looking at who I will get. He's back. You got Moreland. Yeah, Moreland's in there. I'm going to all the way down. Uh, where is – I can't find them. Gleber Torres. You know, when Gleber Torres is hitting towards the bottom of your lineup, that's a uh, that's a good problem to have if you're a Major League Baseball team, if you ask me. So uh, I, I will take him, complete my Yankee stack, four-man Yankee stack plus Vogeldong. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll take my four-man Boston stack with Calhoun. Yeah, like we're, we're looking good. Let's see what everybody else did. Cruz. Uh, so Chef Suli, uh, hopefully I pronounced that right. Uh, a little all over the board there. Don't know if that's going to take down. It, it can, but I think when we do the hitter only, uh, it's better to try to stack. It's a little bit easier to do that. So um, let's see. Breed three took Edwin for part of my Yankee stack. He got Voight, Nunez, and Mancini, and Alberto. I like what he's trying to do there. That's a little sneaky one. No one's really, you don't really have to worry about ownership on draft, but I don't think a lot of people will be doing something like that tonight in DFS. Uh, no stack here. We got a Cleveland stack with a Royals stack. What about the Royals as an offense tonight on Slate IQ? Uh, let's see. 48% cumulative ownership, not a lot, but also a negative leverage team. When you compare that to Baltimore, 47% cumulative ownership, but 72% positive leverage. So over a 100% spin in leverage between the two. Uh, what, do, what are we thinking about the, the Royals? Also, Plutko is going to be pretty highly owned, too. So I understand getting a little bit of leverage that way, too. So it's all like implied team. Most of the leverage is based off of implied team totals. Baltimore have a 4.02. KC has a 4.62. One big thing to realize is that most everything is going to come from four hitters. Nicky Lopez, not very good. Cuthbert, not very good. Starling, not very good. Guy, I can't even remember his name, and I don't think I've ever seen him before. Not very good. Bill Hamilton, not very good. We have most of the run production coming from the top four guys in the order, Dozier, Solaire, Gordon, Witt. Two of those guys strike out at a high clip, and they are power guys. They're going up against a pitcher who gives up hard contact and fly balls. Dozier, Solaire, Witt, and Gordon can all hit a home run here very easily. All these guys are decent real-life hitters and have tons of real-life power. Dozier has a 290 ISO, and Solaire has a 298 ISO. Going up against a guy that doesn't strike out a whole lot of guys that plays to their advantages is massive here. Play the top four guys that know that they're going to be decently high on, but you're getting leverage against one of the chalkier pitchers, and you're getting a low-owned stack. 
Yeah, normally, what are you doing overall, too? I'm going to start a draft up here, and we'll talk some strategies. So you ready? We're going to do another hitter only. Sorry, New York Jets, you've been overruled. I do not want any more pitchers on my team. So normally on, like, a six-game slate, I'm a little more likely to mix and match on on the bigger slates, right, like tomorrow, 15 games or whatever. I'm making five-man stacks. That's really all I'm doing. I'm having some five one one ones and five threes, right? Uh, I, I usually on the six game slates, I'll mix it up. I could do some four threes and and things like that, and a four two, and pick a couple one offs. These totals are so high. I, I don't know. I think I think I might still just roll out the five mans and and go for it because I think one of these offenses really get outperformed tonight. Yeah, I mean it's a smaller slate, so the chances of any offense going off is smaller. Yeah. But we don't normally have slates with this much trash pitching and this many bad bullpens. So the odds of an offense going off are much higher with so much ownership concentrated on one particular stack. Going with one of the lower owned ones is a positive EV move. And taking a full five-man stack is not a bad idea considering the offenses that we have on this slate. The offenses with the decent or high totals, which pretty much every offense does, has five-plus very good hitters, all with home run possibility. The Yankees, the Red Sox, the Twins all have five guys that can absolutely go off. The Indians, same thing. The A's, same thing. Texas, same thing. Uh, Angels, Baltimore, Mariners all have five big bats that can hit bombs. And the pricing is a little bit different. Leveraging on a low-priced pitcher is different. So you can absolutely win with a five-man stack here on this type of slate. I'm going to take Otani, and then I'll worry about the rest here. You were just trying to talk me right through my pick here, Grant, and get a competitive advantage against me. I don't think so. What if I wanted Lindor? I mean, you might get Lindor. Yeah, but if I was talking to you, he would have been auto-drafted. I went Otani, which basically disallows me from getting the stack complete because I won't get any trout, but I still think Otani is pretty likely to have have a nice game tonight. Yeah, he very well could. Who do I want? I'll just take a high upside bat in Santana. Yeah, I like Santana. I always hate uh, Santana on DraftKings. He just he walks too damn much, and those two points infuriate me on DraftKings. But you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, that is true. And I don't really have a shot at uh, stacking the Cleveland bats because this is a hitter's only – so guys like Jose Ramirez, Mercado, and Luplo are probably going to be off the board by the time it comes back to me. What do you think Luplo's WOBA is versus lefty so far this season? Luplo? Yeah. WOBA versus lefties? It's got to be pretty good. It's got to be in like the high threes, I would imagine. Yeah, keep going up. Four? 420? Keep going up. 450? Keep going up. 500? No, 463 with a 372 ISO. Yeah, that's a, a 111 plate appearance sample size. Well, He's also going up against a lefty. You should have picked that, picked them before you gave us all the all those facts, Grant. I don't care. This is what a five dollar draft. Yeah, I mean five dollars, Grant. I mean, I'm gonna win regardless. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, we got a couple of YouTube QQs. We'll answer those. We got a lot of stuff going on today with just six games. Uh, is Giolito worth paying up for? if he's going to be low owned. So this is kind of the pay up for Giolito when he's not as elite as he was, you know, during that stretch yet. I don't think he was ever really that good. Um, just to be different tonight. He is that good. Why would you say he's not that good? I don't know if he, he was never as good as he was during that stretch yet. 
Yeah, no, he wasn't, but he's also a fairly young guy that switches pitch mechanics drastically. Yeah. The big thing here and the big thing in the past has not been his stuff. It's been his control. Right now, he's not in control completely, which drastically causes a problem, especially going up against a team that walks at a 9.2% clip. He's walking guys at a huge rate over the last month, month and a half, which is why that he's why he's had such a drastic downfall. You can't be successful in today's MLB and walk 10% of guys plus, unless you're a guy with a 36% strikeout ability, which most of the time you're not going to get that type of strikeout ability if you're walking that many guys. I mean, the closest guy that we've seen to being able to do that is Robbie Ray. And that's just like he's an anomaly and he's a guy that can get blown up at any time because walks are a huge factor in today's major leagues. So a guy like Giolito who's struggling with control and still priced up a ton is not necessarily a good play on any given slate anymore until he finds his uh, control again. Yeah. Those walks coming back for him. That was always kind of his, his red flag is a little scary. I just, paying up for pitching when it's not one of the the elite elite pitchers to be contrarian i know it's like a six game sleep but that just sounds like not something i'm too interested in so i don't think i'd, I'd play too much giolito tonight so uh, a couple more qqs uh, we got one favorite second base play it's pretty barren outside of lemayhew and wary uh maryfield tonight yeah i mean it's, it's just kind of trash overall um let me look at it real quick. Uh, I'll look at DK because I can do whatever I want. Uh, I mean, let's just look game by game. Red Sox, not taking hold. Yankees, LeMahieu's fine. Like, LeMahieu's a good hitter, and he's been very good, and he's going up against a bad pitcher in a high-powered offense. It's on the road, so he's guaranteed the ninth inning at bat, and he has a big offense, so he could get an extra at bat on top of that. Um, everything else is trash. I mean, wit is fine. Like I said, a lot of their implied total goes to the main guys up there. Uh, I'm going to take wit just because I said that. Um, I don't mind Alberto if you need someone cheap or VR. I think those are both perfectly fine as well if you're looking a little cheap. But it's just it's overall not a great position. Uh, if you have the money, LeMayhew. If you have a little less, oh, I'm up here. Um, maybe wit. But if you need cheap, I like the two Baltimore options. I mean, you can go with Profar. Uh, he's going to be banging down the lineup, and it's not a great ballpark, but he is 3.9K. He's going up against Girado, who's worse versus lefties, as I already mentioned. Doesn't strike him out a huge clip, gives up more fly balls and just as much hard contact. So the possibility of a home run with Profar at way lower ownership than he should have is still there. So boy, I got myself a three-man angel stack of Otani, Calhoun, and Fletcher. So, you know, I didn't get exactly all the biggest names. I got Voight. And I'm, I'm bargain bin shopping to try to find something else. I don't know if I'm going to find anything. So I'm probably just going to end up with that three-man angel stack and a couple of lineups here. Yeah. I think i got to see who Flores takes here. He took Pence. I was eyeing him. Uh, I'm going to take Ben Attendi, get some, some of that Boston-New York game against Tanaka. That sounds good enough for me on this one. Uh, let's see. We've got a couple more QQs. Let's see. Let me go up here. Favorite stacks. I got to sneeze, so you can have this one. Uh, favorite stacks. I mean, Baltimore's got to be up there. Uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees got to be up there. Honestly, uh, Twins are probably up there. They're only about five, 4.5 implied total, and 
they're all good bats and they're all better, or most of them are better versus righties. Diolito struggled. And if he only makes it five innings, then there's a decent chance that we get a lot of the Chicago terrible bullpen. It's on the road. Again, there's not a whole lot of great pitching or hitting ballparks. And the White Sox are probably the second best on the board, maybe third best on the board here. So going with a lineup versus a perceived great pitcher that's struggling with walks right now and gives up a decent amount of hard contact. That's something he's pretty much always done. And even when he was pitching at an elite level, he was still giving up some hard contact here. He gets more hard contact to righties than lefties. So using either side of the plate is not a bad decision. Um, I'm, I'm going to give some context to something here. So for favorite stacks. So of course, like I like the angels, but so let's say you're playing the $15 on DraftKings today. You're fighting 20,000 people in that tournament. Um, we currently have about 16% of the field or what's that? 3,200 just angel stacks of four and five man angel stacks in that tournament. If not more, my math is probably horrible off the top of my head. Uh, I would, I would probably even lean a little bit more than that. So while I like the angels, they are literally just going to eat up an enormous portion of the field tonight. And I don't know if they have the ability to outdo that ownership in terms of being, you know, the highest scoring team on the slate when we have, Boston and New York and Seattle and Cleveland and, and Minnesota is still available and Baltimore looks to be in a, in a reasonable spot. I think they're good and they're hot. So while I like angels, uh, I'm going to have like three teams tonight. I'm probably not going to have an angel stack. I would lean more the, the Yankees, the Seattle, the Cleveland, just fight like half as many teams, try to do something different in those. And I think that's how I'm going to approach it tonight, Grant. Yeah. Let's see. We've got time. I think, what do we have? 10 minutes? I think Four person pitcher only draft. Let's go. No, no, Grant. We're, we're yeah. not, we aren't. We only got 10 minutes, Britt. We're going to do another hitter. Only. Or how about we go? We'll, we'll do a regular one here. Jets one and one. We'll do one standard. And I think I can make a, an eight man. I'm going to make it a seven man so that we don't get totally screwed. And you ready? Yep. All right. So this one's for five bucks. This is just a regular. This will get us out of here. Uh, again, don't forget, if you like best ball, our best ball kit is available uh, for $39.99. With it, you get a $25 ticket into the best ball championship. So really, theoretically, just cost you $14.99 by the time you're done. And Fred, join my draft. Why am I joining your draft? I got the number join one. Join my draft. I'm not joining your draft. It's a six-person pitcher only. Join it. How can you even play a six-person pitcher only tonight? Relief pitchers. <laughs> yeah. potential- I knew you were up to. I knew you were up to no good tricking the people, Grant. So I, I did not fall for your trickery. What no, I, we got it filled already. Don't you worry. What I did, they are gonna be. They are gonna be mad at you. Uh, what I'm not gonna fall for is <laughs> let you distract me from getting Mike Trout at the one-one here. Oh, and of course I could Barrios at two. That's fine. I don't think you can be too mad at that. I don't ever get mad. I'm a jolly fellow. You just give people pitcher-only drafts. Oh, yeah. They, they, they wanted it, Britt. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one guy go, oh, gosh, Osimo's in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's my pick. Multi-draft in here. So uh, apologies from me that Grant uh, has hooked you guys into a pitcher only draft on a six game slate with no pitching, but 
that's what you get for just clicking on things and not reading the rules. I mean, it said pitchers only right away. Doesn't it? I, I don't know. I don't, Honestly, I don't I know. Never I, get I can't see, read. I get the invites, but unless I'm like on the show, sometimes I don't join them too often, and I'm always hosting, so I don't really get to see too many what the invites look like on screen. Yeah, I mean, things happen. I just, I just enter. I know that I have just as much of an edge as anyone else on there, even if I haven't done research. Uh, a couple more questions have rolled in. Uh, who are we paying for on a single pitcher site? That is FanDuel, by the way. Not named Giolito or Berrios. Uh, Gerardo. Uh, I'm going to pull. Let me pull up. Uh, I have not opened up FanDuel today. Either have I. I just say names. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll open it up and I will give you a look behind the curtain on the bat. I will let you know what the bat is telling you from Mr. Derek Hardy. Uh, so the bat has Jose Barrios. As the highest scoring pitcher, he is 9,300 on FanDuel. The second highest scoring raw points pitcher, according to the bat, is Jose Suarez at 6.2K. That would be probably my point as well. Uh, gets you all the bats, gets you a strikeout pitcher against Baltimore. Um, I think the bat's probably a little high on Suarez, but even if you knock the projection down just a little bit, he's still coming in as a pretty strong play. So I think Suarez looks really strong on FanDuel. Yeah, we're not even through two rounds. We're almost out of starters. Yeah, in your pitcher only. Yeah, like look what you did to these people. Fire, fire up your uh, your relief pitcher spreadsheet, Grant, and figure out who's pitched in the past couple of days. Go. Oh no, I'm just going to take the L. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Got a couple more QQs. Uh, thoughts on LeBlanc today? I like LeBlanc, but you, you kind of had the rant of ownership is going to be too high on him today. Yeah, uh, you like LeBlanc, but the ownership you're, you're is going to be... You're up in our draft, by the way. Oh, I should probably be paying attention. Is this my second pick? It is. All right. Boom. Bets, I like that. I'm also up in this one. Up uh, Upped in there. I'll take that. Sorry, guys, for the bad puns. Oh, gosh. I'm just auto-drafting this. I'm just going to take the L. I'll take Devers. <clears throat> I mean, that's going to be a complete toss-up because you swindle the people. Oh, it's classic comedy. If you had your reliever spreadsheet, Grant, and you got people to join that, you could really pull the wool over some people's eyes. Yeah, and win a whole $25. <laughs> Spend an hour to win $25. That's possibly. That's not really a great, great pay scale. Uh, Laritan wants to know, who do we like to hit a home run tonight? um dozier um, i'm gonna pull up so if you go i think i can do this let's see here where is the highest home run expectation person for the bat tonight uh is going to be mike trout followed by otani uh encarnacion cruz and here's one that i really like uh you talked about him a little bit jorge soler if you're looking for someone under the radar yeah, yeah, they got power. Yeah, Solaire looks like a Who's good guy. Pitcher? Solaire at, uh, let me see here, let me find the ownership uh, on DK tonight. So currently projected at outfield ownership of less than 10%. I've got to scroll down for that. That's looking pretty good. Uh, 7%. So if you're looking, you know, you're making a 4-3 or you need some guys to add to your five-man uh, the bat likes Solaire. You talked him up. I like Solaire. Sounds like a good guy to add to a stack tonight. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. 
you guys got any more QQs, throw them in. Uh, we got a couple of minutes here as we close out the show. So what happens when we get a full hour on a six-man slate with horrible pitching, right? right? I didn't hear what you said. I knocked my headphone out. Oh, uh, Hunter Pence, 2% owned tonight. Is that interesting? I think that is. Versus a lefty, a guy that was mashing earlier on in the season. Comebacks from injury hasn't been great since then, but still has a lot of power in his old age for some strange reason. I have no idea why. Yeah, he's <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's it's interesting at low ownership. Just don't don't go crazy, right? If he's just going to be two percent, what do you need? One out of fifty, one out of twenty five lineups to have an edge over the field on it. So that sounds sounds good to me. There goes Solaire. That's def- I'm definitely going to make sure I have Solaire as a one off in at least one of my teams. Yeah, and Dozier. They got pretty much the same numbers. Dozier's a slightly better oh versus. Can't believe I got LeBlanc. And then it's going to get outscored by Gerardo. We'll see about that. And then I get to, oh, man, do I want to round out my angel stack with David Fletcher or do I want to take Vogeldong, who's going to hit a home run? These are the tough questions here. I think I'm just going to go for the pure upside of Vogeldong. And I'm going to go for the pure upside of Dozier. Yeah, I like Dozier. They're They're both going up against the opposite handedness, and they both have similar numbers going up against similarly bad pitchers and similarly bad ballparks for home runs. No, Pluck goes a righty, but he struggles versus the right. Yeah. He's, he's got the reverse splits going on. So you were on it. You you had the right thing, but you didn't know you had it. And uh, his numbers versus righties, I believe, are actually better. Yeah. That's what uh, I meant to say. Yeah, Plucko, 366 Wobo allowed, and you're not going to see too many ISOs in the threes. A 337 ISO allowed to righties so far this season for Plucko. So, and he's rocking that mustache. People stare that down. They definitely want to hit home runs. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, the Dozier and the Solaire, you can even mix in a, a Gordon or a Merrifield, uh, like you said at the top of the show. A very interesting uh, addition to some of your lineups today. So I think that's going to do it for the draft show. Uh, I mentioned a couple times the best ball championship. Go play. If you need some advice, we've got the draft kit for $39.99. If you purchase that, you get a $25 best ball championship ticket. So the draft kit, in theory, will only cost you $14.99 by the time you're done. And you'll go into it prepared with some knowledge to join this one, join some of the other best balls, and uh, just have some fun. I have completed, Grant, 146 best balls. I currently don't have any going right now, but uh, I got my fun, and I've been playing these since, like, a couple of days after the Super Bowl. They started these, so I have a problem. I've been playing them. Um, I'm sure I'll play a bunch more, but, uh, yeah, I have a problem. And uh, I want more of you guys to have a problem playing best balls because it's a really fun format. Uh, give me a – you got a hot take, anything anything fun? I think we should just go with the Jorge Soler hits a home run. You want to do that as a, as a team today? Um, no, I'm going Gerardo outscores LeBlanc by 10 points. All right, that's Grant's. I like Soler. That sounds pretty good. Uh, we're going to get on out of here. Thanks for watching. Another show coming up. Crunch time's coming up. Uh, I don't think there's really any weather issues. So just start making some teams. And have some fun tonight, guys. Don't forget, uh, Jordan, if you MME and you want some tutorials on Lineup HQ at 2 o'clock tomorrow, Grant, come on. I got to help my, my boy Jordan out. Dude, I have to pee. <laughs> 2 o'clock tomorrow, he will be doing a free webinar uh, right here on Grinders Live to help you MME. So make sure to check that out. It will also be available on demand. Uh, we're out of here. Grant's got to go. Thanks for watching, everybody. We out you. See you, kids.
Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Monkey Knife Fight Show here on Roto Grinders. I am Turk Ferguson. I'm bringing you four of my favorite props over on Monkey Knife Fight. If you haven't seen this before, haven't signed up for Monkey Knife Fight yet, making bad luck choices, sign up using promo code GRINDERS to get a free 100% deposit bonus on your first $50. That's free money. All you gotta do is play through it and it is yours and you don't even have to do any research. All you gotta do is watch these videos multiple times a week, throw in these props and let the money roll in. Got four of you today, two in the Boston game, two in the KC game. Stay tuned. First prop, it's a two out of three over under in the Yankees game. All right, so we have Porcello here, 4.5 Ks projected here. That is way too high. He's going up against a Yankees team that is a little bit strikeout prone, but not terribly. About average in the league, and Porcello is not a big strikeout guy, around 17% on the season. Not high at all. 4.5 is way too high of a number for him, considering he might also just get absolutely destroyed in this matchup here. Add in the fact that Vegas is in agreement, has heavy juice on the under here, you take the under. Next up, we have Tanaka with an over-under of 4.5 Ks. I'm taking the over here. Tanaka, much better strikeout pitcher than Porcel. Hasn't been great this year. And he's going up against an average strikeout lineup. I don't care. Vegas is pretty heavy on the over here. Minus 155, I'm taking the over. It's that simple. He's a better real-life pitcher than people realize he's going to hit the over. Lastly, we got Didi, over under 1.5 total bases. I am taking the over here. Porcello is not a very good pitcher. Didi has the platoon split. Didi is on a great offense that's going to have mul multiple times through the lineup because they're going to score some runs. Just that simple. So Didi, been crushing it lately. 355 ISO, or 355 Wobo, 172 ISO versus righties on the season. Just take the over and move on. Next up, we have a 2 out of 3 rapid fire in that same game. All right, so Voigt versus Betts. Voigt is not the better hitter, but this year he is absolutely the better hitter. Near 400 Woba versus righties, and he has a much better matchup going up against Porcello. Add in that he's getting the tiebreaker, and this just makes it a lock and load here. Plus, he's on the away team, so he's guaranteed that ninth inning at bat. You just take Voigt and move on. Next up, we have Judge versus Didi. Judge may not have the platoon split, but he has better numbers than Didi. He's a better hitter than Didi. He's in a higher spot in the order than Didi. He's getting the tiebreaker against Didi. You just take Judge. There's zero question in my mind that he is the better play here. You take him, you move on. Next up, Encarnacion versus Hicks here. Encarnacion is a better hitter than Hicks. He's going up against a guy that gives up a decent amount of hard contact. He is a great hitter. Going up against a bad pitcher, he's getting the tiebreaker. Hicks has better numbers on the season, but the tiebreaker is more than enough for me to go with Encarnacion instead. Just take Encarnacion and move on. All right, next up, we have a two out of three rapid fire in the KC game. All right, so first off, we have Mercado versus Merrifield, and I am taking Mercado. He is a great hitter, and he gets a matchup versus a lefty on the season. 357 Woba, 192 ISO versus lefties in Montgomery. He isn't good. That bullpen isn't good and he's getting the tiebreaker. This is an easy one for me. You take Mercado, you move on. Next up, Luplo versus Lindor. Luplo is crushing lefties so far this season. Over 100 plate appearance sample size. 463 Woba, 372 ISO. It's that simple. Montgomery's not good. He's a lefty. Luplo, great versus lefty. Absolutely crushes him. Lindor, struggling a little bit versus lefties. Been better versus righties this year. Lindor might be the better hitter, but this is a better spot for Luplo, and he's getting the tiebreaker. There's absolutely no question you take Luplo. Last up, Dozier versus Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez has been a little bit off this year. I still think that he is the better hitter in this matchup, but Dozier is getting the tiebreaker. Dozier has a 400 Woba, 
290 ISO versus rises here in the Plutko does not strike guys out. Only a 15% strikeout rate on the season here. Dozier is going to be putting the ball in play, and he crushes. So you take Dozier, and you move on. All right, guys, before we get to my last prop, don't forget to like and subscribe over on YouTube. It lets you know exactly when these videos come out, so you can throw the props in. It's just that simple. Subscribe over there. Like. It helps us out. And leave any of your favorite props or any questions you have in the comment section. But let's get to my last prop of the night. It's 2 out of 3 over under in the KC. All right, so we have Plutko over under 3.5 Ks. I get that he does not strike out guys at a large clip, but this KC team can strike out a bit, a little bit above league average here, and 3.5 is way too low of a K prop. Vegas has heavy juice on the over here. I'm taking the over. All he needs is four, and he doesn't walk, guys, so he can go a little bit later into the game. He's not going to have a huge pitch count. Plus, we know those Cleveland pitchers are in the game for a long period of time. They all stay up over 100 pitches. Plutko is the least likely to do it, but... He's going to be in the game long enough to hit the over. Next up, Dozier over 1.5 total bases. I already told you, 400 Woba, 290 ISO. He is going to be hitting the ball because Plunko does not strike out. Guys, so the ball's going to be put in play. More than likely going to hit a double, possibly hit a home run. Easily could get two singles here. Lots of ways he can do it. I'm taking the over. Last up, Lutlow, 1.5 over under hits slash walks i am taking the under here and i already said he's a great hitter but i think he's more likely to get a home run here i don't know if he's gonna walk montgomery is just an average walk rate guy luplo walks at a decent clip but i don't know if he ends up with two hits here i think the more likely outcome is just he hits a bomb but he could get two i don't care it's more likely they hits the under that's a tough over under there i was struggling back and forth but eventually i'm going with the under all right, guys, thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the videos. Good luck on all your props tonight. We'll be back again next week with some more videos. I'm out of here. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical, I'll meet us 501 on the East Coast, 201 on the West Coast, 401 Tennessee time. Of course, at Midget's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It is called, it's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Join me today. You know him from such things as the Print Factory, from the Giblets, from maybe possibly tilting golf today on Twitter. I don't know. How's the golf going there, Big T? Going okay. I mean, everybody was making fun of DJ and he's machine now, so. Things are good. Just like when we play Jason Vargas, things are good. <laughs> if you had 502, as far as the precise time Tony would mention, you get his first uh, Jason Vargas mention. And there you go. Collect your tickets. Oh, Jason Vargas, my enemy, the worst. I don't even hate the guy, but like. Regression's yeah. coming, though, Dean. One of these times you're going to be right. Regression is coming. And I, I will throw it out there. Speaking of regression. Whatever his current ERA is, I will wager it will be higher at the end of the season. Oh, his ERA is going to be higher. Man, he, he's probably scared. Well, that's you're talking about the surface numbers. You want to talk about the underneath numbers, that's what's terrible. That's why we know regression's coming. I'm talking about just if I stacked against him all year, he never got blown up the entire year. I don't need to stack against him. You can pick up a couple homers or whatever and eventually – when are you going to pick up a couple homers against him? He's never given up a homer in his I mean, 72-year career. Just playing guys against him, Dean. I did play Padres against him the other day. Oh, I knew you did. That's why That's I, sent you the, I sent you the text with the eyeballs looking at you. <laughs> and I think I responded with, I was like, uh, you must be winning all the money on this slate tonight. And you know, I think you had zero hitters. Like, yeah. I think I just got zero hits the last two nights, actually. I don't <laughs> think I've had a hit in two nights. Yeah, life did not go well for the Almanac yesterday either. I, uh, I, was, I was sharp enough to fade the Dodgers mostly, but uh, – I mean, Everything else was I, I pivoted to like the Braves. Well, they still are on zero, I think. Yeah, <laughs> they. I've had a lot of Braves this weekend, and I don't think it's worked out for me. Uh, I think we played a lot of the same guys then. I mean, I, whew, I haven't even been close the last two nights. So hopefully, we can break the tide here tonight. Well, here does that mean we're due? Or I don't we... know. I get scared when the losing streak starts coming in. <laughs> Just like with the, it's like with the the regular baseball. When I'm hot, I'm hot. I don't want to turn cold. We're not turning cold on this show. Well, that's it. We're either due or we're cold. And I guess maybe tonight we'll determine that. And this is not the night that I want to, to sort of dictate if I'm, if I'm due or cold or hot or whatever I say, because, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk you about always it. always get scared of these nights where you don't have your clear-cut picture. Like, you're so scared of that. <laughs> it's gross. You're going to sit there and pretend like you're not holding your nose and you're filling out your rosters tonight? I love nights like this. I don't need Max Scherzer to pitch to feel good like you. <laughs> you need Jason Vargas. You don't, you're not oh, afraid of anything. If we had Vargas on this slate, you might even like him. Now, the funny thing is Jason Vargas might outscore like seven of these pitchers tonight. He's not going <laughs> to outscore Drew Verhagen. No, stop it. You're not right. I know it's no minimum, but that guy's a disaster. He's 4K. I mean. Oh. And he's overpriced. I still might roster him, but uh, oh boy! Yeah, you can't you can't make fun of him and then say you still might roster him. I mean, he's projected for twelve at four K. I'll take yeah, okay. I'll lock in the twelve. Give me the twelve. Where can I where can I cash that in? Right now. So we always talk about lineup HQ. <laughs> Cardi hasn't projected at twelve uh-huh. and four percent owned. Like, where do I sign up? So I used to like uh, deal in the baseball card industry when I was really young. And I used to, I would tell my dad, I would say, oh, I got this card here. It's $500 in the book. And you know what his response would be? Sell yeah. the book. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree with that. That's a, that's a great call too. 
<laughs> I mean, for sure, everyone would cash in. Like, 12? Sure. I cash in right now. I don't need more or less. Give me the 12. Oh, I will t- I will lo- hit the lock button on 12. Oh. <laughs> on any pitcher, it's like basic. Any pitcher? Any pitcher you're going to lock in 12? Uh, almost any any pitcher. We'll talk about it. It's it's gross for sure. Do you imagine- I actually like pitching. No, you don't. Stop. I don't, I, it's different. Like, it's not the same. It's about the slate. Like, I don't, I'm not expecting to get 30. I like LeBlanc to get me 15. Like, I feel good about him against Detroit. Yeah, I mean, this is a, these are statements that are being said. Urado, like, I like Urado against Oakland. Like, I, I like these guys in these cheap matchups. Rico Suave, uh, you know, I, I mean, you really? We, we like is a relative term, and we always talk about, like, uh, the slate kind of dictates thoughts and, like, how you feel about things. And Like, if Bieber yesterday, absolutely crushed yesterday, and, of course, Syndergaard was more heavily owned. If Bieber wasn't in the slate tonight, he would be massive chalk. Massive. Yeah, because people, yeah, they always want that that – upside guy at the top we don't have that tonight but i like it still uh fantasy draft it's not it's coming soon uh, as far as the rake free dfs which of course means 100 percent of the time entry fees we paid out the winners 100 percent of the time um tell me about this what is this so uh it's not locked in just yet and it was supposed to be coming in july i don't know a ton about it now there was a forum post on it not so we're paying a fee? We're probably paying a fee per month or per week? I think they're probably working out that thought process, yeah. Like, and they get, they get depends upon how much you play. Uh, it would be like a, a flat rate. That This is my understanding. I'm not, this is what I think they threw out there about a month ago or so. Maybe they're still tinkering on it as far as figuring out the ideas. But uh, I'm curious. I'm intrigued. And, like, it's certainly possible if you're playing a ton. Like, I don't know what the math is, but I would imagine it'll probably work out to be a 5 or 10% rate as opposed to – you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, depending on where you're playing and what contest you're entering. So, um, you know, obviously you'd want to take advantage of it. And I think there's a way they have it where if you're only playing a smattering of contests, you're not getting hit with a big uh, a big fee. But, again, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for more information on it. And I know, again, there was some information in a post uh, in the forums at RG before. But uh, if I can somehow get 5 or 10% rake, even that is interesting, you know. So, uh Stay tuned. Is that, that that's the best I can give you? I don't know. It's like from Entourage. Did you watch Entourage? Uh, begrudgingly. That, is that something you might be interested in? You remember the, the old dude that kept saying that? I I I tried to block Entourage out. Uh, it's a terrible yeah, show. That was funny. It's a terrible show. Oh, God. Uh, you have so many terrible takes. How could Entourage be? I mean, that's terrible. Well, the first couple of seasons were fine, but then like it, it totally jumped the shark and it got like a, it was a disaster. I hate watched it the last couple of years. I mean, that's a bad take. And then, of course, the Entourage movie came out like seven years after the people demanded and it. It was good. Yeah, it was funny. No, it wasn't. Stop. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Johnny Drama became like a caricature and everybody was happy and things were working out. And oh, you, you, you watched the, uh, the movie for Entourage and you enjoyed it? Of course I enjoyed it. It was good. I, Ari's the man. Like, it was, yeah, come on, Dean. <laughs> I can't imagine. And you also like ballers, too. I think it's, you know, sports version. Of course I like ballers. Like, I can watch shows for entertainment. Like, I don't have to evaluate every little plot line. or I watch it because it's fun to watch it. I'm a nit, I suppose. But, uh, again, I liked it the first couple of years when it was, like, fun and fresh and, like, you know, clever. And then I just thought, like, it fell off the table. But maybe this is a, you know, a hot take on my end. Do, do people really like Entourage those last couple of seasons? I thought they are terrible. I think everyone liked it but you. 
I don't believe so. I'm going to fire up the Rotten Tomatoes on that. But uh, the, the oh, chat. I'm going to go to the Rotten Tomatoes to test it out and see if they approved it. Oh, God. <laughs> the experts, man. Oh, no. I, I the would same wait. experts that award. I, I watch like all the movies and then we get to the awards and I've never heard of any movie that they're awarding. Yeah. I, what did I see? Uh, the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I watched that the other day. Uh, you know the the movie about about Queen. You love probably Queen. loved it. No, you probably love that. Movie. No, and it, it won some awards. It was like it felt like a made for TV movie. At least the first half of it. It was fine, I guess. It got better. It closed strong, surprisingly. But it was. I didn't watch that and thinking like this is a great movie. It was fine, but it felt like something you'd watch like on like you know Lifetime, like a made for <laughs> made for TV movie or something. I don't know. I uh, like that comparison. It wasn't the what, what Children of Men. That's what I saw recently. It's like a ten-year-old movie, but watch that. That's phenomenal. There you go. Get back to me on that one. Have you seen Children of Men? I mean, I it probably won all the awards because I've never heard of it. It should have. I don't know if it did or didn't, but there's there's like three different scenes in the movie that like are four-minute long shots. It's incredible. Uh, I mean, Clive we, Owen. It's let's very check good. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see how it. I guarantee you, it's at least ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That, good thing we're on a six-game slate. You know what it is? I, I can keep talking about Children of Men for the next 50 minutes because I don't want to talk about these pitchers. Uh, do also want to mention as far as – oh, Lineup HQ. Uh, Lineup HQ is free tomorrow for the people. Uh, we talk about it all the time. We show it in the screen show. Uh, the screen share, we'll probably do it later on the show as well. But if you guys don't have RG Premium, uh, you're considering it. You're on the fence. You know, it's uh, been discounted, obviously, in the back half. But you get both sites, get uh, multiple sites for less than $100 for baseball. Uh, one of the things you get, one of the perks amongst like the, you know, the million dollar musings, the rankings, uh, crunch time, Ross weather, ownership percentage, the podcast, the premium podcast, that is expert survey, Slate IQ. You get tease hot takes there. And the, I'm sure you've had some fun hot takes along the season in the expert survey, but uh, also a thousand dollar free roll will be dropping tomorrow as well too. So, uh, and Jordan Blender, your boy Blender, who he, maybe he won't be pronouncing all the names correctly T. But he will. Uh, Zach Davis is he going to talk about Zach Davis? Zach Davis might pitch tomorrow for him. <laughs> I would roster Zach Davis tonight if he was available. Unfortunately, he's not. Uh, he's got a webinar, I, th- I believe, two o'clock on the East Coast. Tell you guys how to work, uh, how to mass multi-entry and things of that sort. And also, I believe it'll be if you're not able to watch it then, you can watch it on demand as well. Uh, let's dig in. Well, we'll do the rest of the promos later on in the show. But I'm anxious. Let's talk about. Let's get excited about Jose Barrios. That's the chalk. Um, all right, T, you're a tournament guy. Is, is this dude seriously going to be 50% owned? Tell me why he's not. Of course he is. Good Lord. Oh, and you don't like, and you don't like slates like this. Like imagine that in life, like <laughs> Jose Barrios is going to be 50% owned projected for less than 20 points. And you don't like that slate. Like imagine like that. Imagine that. Okay. Well, here. Just like yesterday, how I was talking about not playing the Dodgers, and like, okay, didn't play the Dodgers. Uh, now you got to tell me you can't just say that, that that you're suggesting that you shouldn't be playing Barrios, since that's what I'm hearing, right? But they you still have to roster two pitchers. You can't just say don't play Barrios. You have to tell me now the two pitchers I'm supposed to roster in place of because that's where things get dicey. I mean, it doesn't really get the dicey. We got plenty of guys we can play. We can play Verhagen, the GOAT. We can play LeBlanc. We can play Suarez. We can play Yorado. 
We can play basically anybody but Berrios. Is Verhagen only the goat because he's still minimum on DK? Well, of course, he's 4K. Like it's it's about what he gets you, and he's he'll probably outscore Berrios. No, he won't. <laughs> you're one on or off, by the way. Change the G to a W, and you're right there as far as Verhagen. You want to know how terrible Verhagen is? He was DFA'd by the Tigers, and nobody won him. And the Tigers are like, okay, I guess. They took him I mean, back begrudgingly. All he's got to do is pitch against Seattle, though, in a good park. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you're Seattle pitching. Seattle is terrible. He he will be fine. Uh, I, well, I wouldn't say he'll be fine. He's in a good He's a good, in a good spot against the Seattle team. It's obviously not very good, but he's also not great at throwing baseballs. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Barrios first. Do you believe in home road splits? Is that a thing to you? For some pitchers, for him, for sure. Yeah, that, that's a little tricky. I want Barrios at home. Like he's got really drastic home road splits, and a lot like, of it's probably the biggest hard. in baseball, right? Like his, his are one of the only ones I even know. So his has to be one of the biggest. And it's it's been for years now. It's not just like this season. It's a big sample, and you know, pitchers talk about how they like certain mounds. They don't like certain mounds, and that probably has something to do with it. He probably likes the mound there in Minnesota, and but he's facing Chicago, and Chicago offers a fair bit of strikeouts. The tricky part, of course, with Barrios. Uh, See, his name suggests like people think of the I think people think of Brios as like a strikeout guy, but he's not. He's like, you know, 22% as far as his strikeouts when he's facing the White Sox, who will offer you some uh, strikeouts. And again, you're talking about his projection being 20, which is, you know, a reasonable like median projection. Of course, he can put up 30, he can put up 10. Neither would really surprise me. Uh it sounds like you're gonna have less than 50% of Brios. Is that where you're at? I, I can't see myself using him. Like, he's 50% on. I mean, maybe if I play, like, a super low-owned stack. I mean, there's only, what, there's six games, so 12 teams. I mean, there's not really going to be that type of spot. I'd rather just fade Barrios. And I don't know. Like, I don't see a reason to play him if he's going to be 50% owned. I just don't – I don't see a reason. Well, it's about survival as far as pitchers, right? He's the guy most likely to put in the biggest scores, the guy most likely – to uh he's the safest i guess in air quotes uh, but even if he gets blown up half the teams are done yeah okay but give me the path to how he gets blown up because the white Sox strike out a ton so even if he gives up three or four runs in theory he should grab like six or seven k's you know to kind of make up for that for some you know the difference they don't walk it's not a patient team 6.4 percent as far as walking this season the only guy that actually walks uh according to the old play iq is going so that's because it's a small sample size otherwise Everybody else is basically in the red. They all strike out outside of John Jay, and John Jay's got no punch. So, uh, you know, 25.9% as far as K percentage, 21.5 for Barrios in the season. Again, not spectacular, but I, I think he should be fine. And I, I told, I'm totally with your argument. The part you lose me is, who am I going to roster instead of him? And that's where I get stumped. I just don't like last time. Just what was it? Uh, six twenty eight. He played the White Sox and gave up. That, they scored six runs. I mean, like, there's plenty of paths where this guy gets like three fantasy points, and you're just sitting so good. Like, I, I don't know. Sure, if I had to, if there was no salary, no ownership, no anything, and you just said I'll give you ten k if you pick the highest scoring pitcher, I'd probably take Barrios. Like, he's got the best chance to score the most points. But when you factor in ownership, which you have to, I mean, half the teams, that salary is high to where you're not going to be able to get some of these big bats in by using them. I just, I don't know. I mean, I just couldn't use a 50% owned 
Barrios on this slate. And what about the other side? Giolito. Giolito more expensive than Barrios. Of course, Giolito, uh, you know, last year we used to pick on this guy. And, of course, he's corrected things. He was really, really good at the beginning of the year. He's regressed somewhat of late. He's walking too many guys. He's facing a Minnesota team that is one of the best teams in all of baseball against righties. And they're also super patient. And Giolito, again, walking too many dudes of late. But there is an upside. There is a route to Giolito, like, striking out seven or eight or nine guys. That's possible. Uh, I believe I was looking at this before the show as far as uh, the lineup HQ and lots of stuff in lineup HQ. Just one of the things that are in there is the K props. Of course, you can find that elsewhere, but it's just nice little, it's condensed uh, and convenient for you. Gilito and, and Barrios both have a six and a half K prop tonight. Will either uh, of those guys surpass it? Will either, will either of those guys hit over, hit seven plus? I, I like Gilito way more than Barrios just because. For one, I think he's a better pitcher. Sure, the matchup's definitely harder. I mean, the White Sox suck. Minnesota's been heating back up a little bit. But when you factor in ownership, I mean, Giolito should be pretty low. I mean, we got him at 15% on a six-game slate, too, with no pitching. Hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I, I just think he's a way better play. I, I don't know if he's going to strike out seven dudes. I mean, six and a half is a, is a tough number for him. But – I mean, I, I think he'll end up around there. I mean, last start versus Minnesota, he went five innings, only 68 pitches. So I don't know if it was – might have been weather. You know what What happened in that game? I don't know what happened in that game. I, I don't recall. For some reason, I'm blocking it out. Yeah, uh, I mean, no runs, though. I mean, five innings, no runs, four strikeouts, only 68 pitches. So I should – I need to look into that and see what, what the deal was. But either way, I, I think Giolito is a way better play than Barrios. Yeah, obviously the numbers are fluid as far as the ownership projections, but as of right now, like you talked about, uh, Barrios basically three times more owned as far as the expectancy against uh, Giolito. And that, that I can get on board with. Like, Do you think uh, Giolito outscores Barrios one out of four times? Oh, I would bet unlimited money on that. I think so, too, right. if you sim it out. I think it would be closer to – what was that one we argued about the other day when the dude – the guy was way better when it was like the same price, the same matchup, and one guy was supposed to be way. But the funny thing is our ownership projections were off because who was it? It was the Pittsburgh guy, Williams. I don't remember. Oh, Trevor Williams. Yeah, that's Trevor what... Williams versus Tra the other Trevor, <laughs> There's... Trevor Richards. And I, I kind of said if the ownership's going to be that lopsided, like Trevor Williams is infinitely better. But then the ownership came out and Trevor Williams was higher owned. <laughs> so speaking of ownership tonight tony uh i'm looking at it right now and again it's fluid but you know we talk about if you're not playing barrios you got to roster two of these guys on fantasy draft two of these guys on dk we're seeing wade leblanc at 34 percent ownership projection which is hilarious but he's uh, half price of barrios well yeah but i'm saying the point just the idea yeah. of wade leblanc being a chalky pitcher is you know, is that chalky? What's chalky on a six-game slate? 34% is chalky. I think so. What's the cutoff to where you think that's chalky? <sighs> Usually, I think it's kind for of in pitchers, tiers. Not for hitters, for pitchers. Yeah, isn't it kind of sort of in tiers? I would say 20%. Is that a reasonable number? Yeah, I think somewhere in there. Like Definitely under 20, I don't think, is high on. So maybe, maybe somewhere in the 20s. Like Wade LeBlanc is projected to be 34% on Plutko. Adam Plutko gives up a home run on the rip. Like a three, a per, it's a silly number uh, at 29%. Jose Suarez at 26%, who I think is the best of that group. Of course, with the Roma salary cap, he's the most expensive there. Um, Suarez, I think, is well positioned against Baltimore. He actually has K ability. Um, 
What's your take on this trash? LeBlanc, Flacco, Suarez, Brady Anderson versus Texas with no Joey Gallo. Brad Anderson's like on a pitch count too, I think, or something, isn't he? Like he, I feel like he's on a pitch count too. Um. Well, let's go ahead and check it out. I'm not, I haven't seen anything about it if he does have a pitch count coming up. But um, he pitched, what, six innings last time out, 81 pitches against Minnesota on the 20th. So, uh, 105 before that as far as pitching. Yeah, maybe he's not. I, I thought I was seeing that. But either way, I don't like him all that much. For me, it's just LeBlanc. I like Suarez a lot. I mean, versus Baltimore, we always pick on Baltimore. It's a good park, I think, for, for a matchup like tonight. I mean, again, it's six games. There's not that much pitching, so you're grading on a different scale than we would on a normal slate. So mm. I think Suarez is super safe. He feels a little expensive, but, again, you don't need the salary all that much if you're not paying up for Barrios. So I think him, LeBlanc, Verhagen, I don't like Pluko as much. For whatever reason, Kansas City always, like, every time I like a pitcher against them, Kansas City beats me up. So – I think the other three, uh, I don't know. Like, what do you think about a guy like Porcello against the Yankees? He's so – Kevin rocked. He got his face absolutely punched in, of course, in London, along with the entire Red Sox team. Uh, That's kind of why he interests me a little bit, though. Like, he's a gamer a little bit. Like, he's he's been around a while. He got embarrassed. I would think (laughs) he wants to, like, rise up a little bit tonight. Yeah, um, but like I want to rise up too, but I I can only throw like seventy miles an hour or something these days, right? Like he's just gonna be so low owned to where, again, we're grading on a different scale tonight. We're not wanting thirty from him. Like, can't he get us fourteen? Yeah, he can, <laughs> he, and he can go negative as well. Oh, he for against the Yankees, he can for sure go negative. Like, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's a. Uh... And what about Tanaka on the other side seems overpriced. Like he just seems too expensive for, you know, bigger, you know, pretty big name, but like he's certainly faltered of late. He hasn't been able to go deep in the games. Uh, You know, he gets wild too much for me. Uh, I couldn't even imagine using Tanaka on this slate. Actually, he's got pretty good as far as walk rate. But uh, yeah, I I just, I can't get on board. I suppose he can outscore Barrios and Jolito if that game kind of shoots out and he's like the best of the like bigger spends. Uh, what's your take as far as Suarez against Baltimore? It sounded like you were on board with him, right? Yeah, I, I like him. I, I mean, again, I, I'll keep saying it, but grading on the scale, like this slate is just so ugly for pitching that we got to play guys like that, and that that's what I like. I mean, I think he is going to be, I don't know, 25% owned to yeah. uh, right in that range. I mean, we got him at 26. I, I think he'll be somewhere around 25 30% in that range, which – is good for me. I mean, more than anything, it's matchups against Baltimore, who outside of their own ballpark or another really good matchup, I'm not scared of Baltimore at all. And it's just the matchup more than anything. That's why I like LeBlanc, too. Like Detroit, I'm going to stream pitchers against Detroit literally the rest of the season because they're just – they're not good. So it's more matchup than – it. like you could be pitching against Detroit tonight for 5.8K and I'd have interest in you. Like, I got some guile. Um, yeah, I mean, you just said you can get it up there around 50. That's all we need. I, yeah, I was never much of a pitcher, actually. Uh, I am a lefty, a lefty. against Detroit. Well, you'll get us home. So, I pulled up the bat. You know, Cardi's the bat projections, and you talked about it. You kind of referenced it earlier. And Barrios projected for around 19-ish or so. And Suarez is the second-highest projection, around 18. Uh, and then Chalky LeBlanc is in there. It's, it's really condensed with LeBlanc and Anderson and Giolito and – there's Plucko, but, like, nobody's really jumping off the board. It's just weird. 
Uh, as of right now, and of course, these numbers change too. Uh, Cardi will be on crunch time later on, and they'll, get, they'll definitely give you like a more up-to-date update as far as what's going down as, as projections-wise, uh, along with Roth. If there's any weather looking, they think you guys all have to lock. If you guys aren't aware, premier members, of course, are aware of what's going down as far as crunch time. But Tanaka has got the second lowest projection, which is just kind of weird to see amongst this garbage. Is yeah. that strange? If I ever see Tanaka projected for 8.8 fantasy points, like <laughs> I just, I'm not all about projections. Like I'm definitely a field player. I, I like to play yeah. guys that, but if I see a projection that bad or the flip side, if I ever pull up the bat and I see some scrub guy just projected like a crazy amount of points, I always play them. If the projections always just way off the scale, I weigh it more than if it just looks natural. Like some of these guys. Like Tanaka at eight eight is just an immediate X button for me because that means something is really bad in, about the spot. It's not a good spot there against against the Boston. Obviously, a lot of power. They don't strike out a ton either. Uh, and even your boy Drew the Goats, some may call him Drew Verhagen, <laughs> who you may have learned about his name like three hours ago potentially. Oh, I definitely didn't know who he was before today. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been before three hours, but it was today for sure. <laughs> He's got the uh, projection higher, uh, higher than Tanaka, and, and a small sample for Hagen. As uh, he's not, I don't think he's been good. Yeah, is it is this season? I was thinking of those numbers. Am I thinking of somebody else as far as the homers? Oh, that was that was Eshelman. Eshelman, the guy that's expected to come in for Baltimore after their opener in just 14 innings. It's a small sample. He's giving up over three homers per nine. That seems like too many. Um, and Hara. Gerardo, you like just because, like, maybe the ball, like the ballpark's going to save him to some degree. I just play against Oakland too. I they're another team. I know they they have a little more upside than some of the teams like Detroit and teams like that. But for whatever reason, I just play pitchers against Oakland a, a ton, and they don't they just don't scare me. Like they got guys that strike out a little bit. The park, I like the park. Uh, yeah, on this slate, Urado's treating me good a few times this year too. Like he. He's a little sneaky, sneaky better than people think. So, uh, summarize pitching. <laughs> it's terrible. I like it. I mean, you keep saying it's terrible, but I like it. I mean, again, I like Verhagen, LeBlanc, Suarez, Urado. So that's four. Again, I like if I'm playing, if I'm playing like three to ten teams, I'm gonna have one Purcello, maybe two, depending on how many teams I play. So a small percentage, like maybe 10% to 20% Porcello, which is going to be above the what he's owned, I think. I think he'll be for sure under 10% owned. So I want to be a little bit above the field on Porcello. And then on oh, G- Giolito, I'm for sure going to have at least some Giolito. Yeah, Porcello, I suspect, will be less than 10% the field as far as ownership. Nobody really wants to pick on those Yankees necessarily. Porcello, uh, just more of a name these days. Uh, not nearly the number is not nearly as good, obviously. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's let's talk about hitters. So I, I'm done with the pitchers, and I should say if you guys are venturing in the cash games tonight, you, Barrios is like a guy you got to play in cash games. Uh, I'm Why? not playing. Why do you have to play him in cash games? Because he's like the you know, he's the one guy that you can like count on. He, he gives you that quote unquote floor. I understand he can get negative and anybody can go negative, but uh, he makes the most sense from a math perspective and. Arms are just more predictive than bats. That's just the way it is. They they have more ways to get there. They they can recover. You know, bats you have four or five events and that's it. No. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that in general. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with you. I have to play Barrios though. You wouldn't play Barrios in a cash game tonight? 
Like, I, I don't think you're a cash. Do you play cash much? I mean, I'm definitely not a cash guy. So you're more of the, the cat. But I, I, I hate when cash people act like you always have to, to do something like that because, sure, I, I completely agree with you when it's like Scherzer and you get that high floor and these type. But Barrios, if I just don't like the guy's spot, like he's only projected 19 points for – for over 10k you're costing yourself some bats on a slate where there i think there's going to be a lot of scoring on this slate as far as offense i just don't i don't know like I, normally i agree i agree with the general point that pitching's more predictive you want one of those big guys in cash usually but i don't know if i agree with it on this slate. yeah so my counter is i don't love the hitters tonight there, there's some that i really like and the second part of it is uh, how can you not like the hitters and not like the pitchers? Well, <laughs> the second part of this because all the ballparks stink. Uh, that, that's kind of another story. I have. I like with the ballparks tonight. All these West Coast parks. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Yeah, because all like, uh, we're gonna have what we have three games starting at seven o'clock uh, on the West Coast. Well, ten o'clock on the East Coast. So like, uh, basically, it's just there's only one game early. Yeah, with the Yankees and the Red Sox early, which by the way might finish like the same time as the West Coast game. You might pass them. <laughs> the way those games go uh and, and it kind of coincides because somebody asked in the chat the same exact time i said who, who would my sp2 in cash be and it would be way the block uh and like that's the thing leblanc is so cheap you get barrios and you still can get you know pivot to the hitters mike trout who like the angels have a six and a half total here mike trout gonna face you know the orioles yakabonis the presumed opener uh eshelman the presumed log man that bullpen is a disaster uh, the Angels, uh, despite that ballpark, although I know it's been better of late this year because they lowered the fences, yada, yada, yada. I still like – that's another thing. I just don't – I don't believe it. Like, I don't – I'm not buying. What do you, you think it's still a pitcher's ballpark? I think – I still – in my head, when I'm building teams, I consider it a pitcher's park. I think their players might be – like, a few of these guys are good home run hitters, so I don't know. I don't. I don't think moving the fence down ten feet really makes it that much better of a, a, a hitter's park. And that's just in right field, obviously, as yeah. well. Just to know, uh, my my favorite theory. Uh, I don't know if it was ever proven. I know it was a theory or a, a hypothesis. A hypothesis, whatever you want to call it. Remember Jared Weaver? He used to have that funky delivery uh, yeah. when he would pitch at home for for the Angels, and the thought process was like is the arm slot the way they would come out of the, the rock pile, so like players couldn't pick up his his delivery <laughs> which I, is just amazing i, I don't know if it's true or not. like that yeah if it's the angle for sure that, that's why a lot of those good hitters parks have that backdrop back there yeah the uh, the, the better batter's eye the hitters batter's eye. eye yeah so yeah i i like trout a good bit and that's the thing is i think you can get barrios and trout with, with leblanc really easily and like just you're not stretching uh thin as far as your retro the rest of your positions uh, a couple other hitters that I sort of like on the slate, and I'm throwing him in there because <laughs> you, you gave Devin, Jason Vargas, and Jason Vargas. So this will be the time where I would ask you, hey, who's one of your favorite hitters? I guess I can ask you, sure, why not? Who's one of your favorite hitters as far as uh, your slate? First of all, you just talked about Trout. I know it's not stepping out on a limb, but I think he's a better starting point than a guy like Barrios. Like, I almost think you go through and find some of these hitters you really like for cash. And then if you can fit Barrios, circle back and put him in like like Trout. I just I think you have to play him tonight. Yeah, that's a good spot. He's locked in right now too. Ever since his teammate obviously had the the, the bad incident and they they lost him or whatever. He, he's really been playing hard since then, and I I just think you have to play him. And besides him, I mean, I guess there's not 
anyone you have to play, but there's plenty of big bats on the slate that you, you can fit in. I mean, these Yankees, I talked about Porcello, but I still like the Yankees, obviously. I mean, they have so much upside every night. And, the t- I mean, how do you not like DJ LeMahieu, your boy? I've been playing some DJ. I like oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've given in on, on, on LeMahieu. Uh, like, I still think, you know, obviously he's not going to sustain what he's done the first half of the season. Or You're like, oh, if I had to bet on his average, I'm going to take the under for the rest of the season. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to take victory lap on surface numbers, I'm going to bet on the surface numbers. <laughs> I want to know if Blender Blender's in the chat. I want to know if Blender's playing Zach Davis tomorrow. <laughs> I do see he's playing tonight his, uh, his vomit stacks. He's like, he likes Baltimore and Detroit against oh, Chalky Suarez on the block. <laughs> like, that's just like saying, I understand baseball is goofy and it's random. And I like it. Some of the stuff he says I really like. I, I'm making fun of him about Zach Davis, but I like some of the stuff he says for tournaments. He does a great job of, of talking about the leverage and the cheap pitchers and, and stuff like that to where I was, I was giving him a hard time because that's what we have to do. But some of the stuff he does is great for, for tournament players. Well, he's basically just saying, yeah, like I don't, whatever the ownership may or may not, I'm just going to be under and I'm going to be over. I'm going to take stands. That's how you win at baseball tournaments. (laughs) Like that's how it's done. We joke about it, but it's the truth. Like that's how you win at them. Well, hey, let's give a shout out to SDL Cards. He won, what, 50K last night because uh, it was a short slate and uh, he stacked, I think he stacked both Pittsburgh and St. Louis. He stacked that game in one of the worst ballparks in all of baseball and a bunch of righties that were taking the, you know, the. Get them alone. And they went absolutely nuts. So congratulations, the cards. You don't uh, win baseball tournaments by tonight stacking the Angels, full stack Angels and, and like stuff like that. Like that's so much harder to win a tournament doing that. Yeah, I mean, they have the highest total. They're facing the, you know, one of the best, one of the worst collection of arms, obviously. Um, yeah, are, are, but you're not going to fully fade the Angels necessarily. I'm going to fade Trout for sure. Yeah. I like the Angels too. We talk about we can talk about this every show. As long as you got a couple low owned guys, like for one, Barry. So my leverage, we talked about Blender doing it. My leverage will be playing a few White Sox guys like Mancata. I always play Mancata against right-handed pitching. I can get such good leverage by playing Mancata tonight and Goins for that matter. I, I love those two guys. No one's gonna play Goins because he's so cheap and you don't need the savings. And so uh, terrible. And I don't I, – I like Goins. He always – He's not. One time. He D train, I want Goins as my name. Give me Goins on, <laughs> on the sheet. Right. Put, put it up there. I want Goins for my name. Oh, man. You don't want Goings. I uh, love Goins for the record. When he was in Toronto, he won me so much cheese with that cheap bomb when we'd play our two stud pitchers. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Uh, I'm sure I got – I rostered him for, like, you know, when he's two yeah. whatever. Don't disrespect him. Are you also going to like, pair him with John Jay and get all the singles? God, John Jay's the other. Like, I, I don't like him as much as Goins. Well, Abreu, I think, is the clear the other guy that's a really solid leverage play. We, we haven't talked about, you know, positions and such, but just just from a strategy perspective, I'm okay with playing uh, Abreu and Mancata against Barrios. Absolutely, and Goins. Don't uh, don't don't cut him off your list. Oh boy, I want to see. I mean, look, if I'm desperate for a uh, what is he a shortstop and he's he's less than three K. I guess maybe I'll hold my nose and then click that button. Uh, one of my other favorite plays tonight, by the way, is picking on uh, Adam Plutka, who apparently is going to be fairly popular <laughs> according to our projections because the Royals are kind of terrible. But Plutko gives up so many homers, and 
you know, I always talk about Jorge Soler. He has what the quietest 27 home runs in all of baseball. Uh, he's, and, uh, you know, Plucko has been reverse splitsy as well, too, when it comes to power. Uh, I think Soler is a really solid play. Dozier, too. If you want a little mini Kansas City stack, I have no issues with that. I think Plucko gives him a couple homers. But uh, let's dive in. Let's break it down as far as uh, – oh, by the way, D-Train, he actually filled in for you, uh, Tony. D-Train added a name himself. So go ahead, Devin, throw up the name you want to throw out there. Because, sure. Go ahead. Oh, Tony? D-Train's ignoring you, I think. <laughs> I can't hear him if he's talking to me in my no, ear right he's now. not talking. He's ignoring you. No, no, he's throwing up the uh, the graphic because he, he said uh, because Vargas wasn't available, he liked uh, – he likes Jose Ramirez against Mike Montgomery, who's terrible. Uh, the Cubs traded him away just to get rid of him, and they I guess they needed He puts to- just a, a super chalky guy in there. Like, Jose Ramirez has to be one of the – I'm not looking at the ownership. He has to be one of the highest-owned guys, though. I don't think he's super chalky. Jose Ramirez? I don't think so. Versus Mike Montgomery? 12% as of right now. I'll take the over. Uh, can we slide in on that? Well, no. I, I'll take – he might be 15. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll take over. I'll take under 20. I mean, let me, well, let's look at third base here. <laughs> we'll wait till we get to third base and then we'll talk about DJ, it. Everybody's just going to play the GOAT DJ LeMayhew. I mean, you can play him at two spots. Uh, Fletcher, leading off of the Angels. Jose Ramirez is going to be higher. I, I haven't got that. We'll, when we get to third, we'll, we'll, we'll analyze. Let's get the catcher. This is a lot of fun. Who do you like as far as catcher tonight? I mean, catcher on, on this slate. You just look up and down. Whew. I mean, it, it's it's ugly. So it's kind of going to be, and we don't need the salary like usual, which is the topper. Like, sure, if you play Barrios, maybe, but with the way I'm building my teams, I don't really need the savings. So it's kind of got to come down to whoever I stack. I mean, God, I can't even really make a case for anybody. <sighs> Garver's there. He's overpriced. He's not facing a lefty. I'm definitely not playing Garver. You like Garver? No, I'm just throwing out names. I'm I don't like anything catcher. <laughs> like, if there's one stack I'm not playing tonight, it's Minnesota for sure. Like, I just don't – I don't like I don't like Minnesota against Giolito on this slate, and I'm definitely not playing Garver when – I think a lot of people will play him just because he's really the only guy with decent upside on this slate. I'm, I, I really can't make a case for anybody. I mean, John Hicks is just a, a you know, obviously you don't have to play one at fans draft, which is nice, but on DK, well, he's, he's 2-3. Yeah, whatever, against Swanson and LeBlanc. And, and you're not wasting salary on a spot you hate anyways. Severino's got a decent price there against Suarez. I like Suarez, but I think Severino's perfectly fine. I'm, you're I don't, just validating our boy, uh, our boy Blender. You just thought those are his two teams, right? Well, I'm not playing more than two Orioles. <laughs> I'm not playing – I'm not stacking them up. I guess Mancini you can play in. Actually, I don't hate Mancini or VR. Yeah, see, you're working your way down the list now. It's all coming to coming to light. Can we, can we move on from catcher? Because like, what I, I want to like recommend one guy here. I, I, <laughs> okay, who do you want to recommend? I honestly can't find one, though. <laughs> That's a problem. You're I'm going up and down. make a case for one. I mean. Good luck. I don't even like – I talked about the White Sox. I don't even like McCann all that much against – Barrios, I guess I could play McCann if I had to pick one. I think it's just got to be hit. If I have to pick one, I guess it's Hicks just because of the salary. I think he's got BBP, McCann. I was reading that today. McCann does? Oh, now you're going to get me excited. See, well, what? You buried the lead on me? 
Six hits in 15 at-bats, two doubles, three homers. Oh, see, you just got me excited now. But it's not a lefty, though. So what are you gonna do? I don't care what it is. What What do you mean? Oh, my God. It's six for 15 with three bombs? You buried the lead. No, no, uh, no walks, one strikeout, oh, 15 at-bats. You just, you just got me excited. <laughs> well, get me excited. Six about some- for 15 with three bombs on a slate where we can get leverage on the chalk pitcher at a position we hate? What more do you want? Yeah, I mean, all that, all that is true. I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> I don't know how actionable it is, but uh, I still don't think McCann's very good. But I'll, I'll probably play a little if I have a little mini stack against Rios, which I'm not against. I, uh, you just got me excited. He turned into one of my favorites of the night now. <laughs> Give me some first baseman you like. The first baseman, you talked about Abreu. I think Abreu is really good leverage. Vogelback, I mean, Vogelback has to end up being the chalk, right? Like he's uh, against this crappy 4K. Against the goat? (laughs) It's still, I mean, again, we're we're talking about this sample size on this slate where a lot of the pitchers, obviously I'm not taking them because I think they're Cy Young. I'm taking them because they're Price and the slate. But I could, there's no team on this slate that I would say, Outside of Minnesota, Minnesota is the one team I'm not stacking, which sounds crazy because they're one of the better offenses on the slate. But any of the other teams I can make a case for on this slate. And uh, Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say as far as Verhagen, a uh, little bit of a ground ball league for, lean for what it's worth. Give up just a homer per nine uh, in his 60, 62 innings the last two seasons combined. But, yeah, I, I like Vogelbach. Uh, you know, what is the CEO of Team Girth? I'm not really sure what his, what his current position happens to be. but uh, CEO. Is he CEO? Yeah, you got to like him. He's pretty legit. Uh, you know, E5 with the Parrot, uh, no issues with that there, you know, with the monster working out there. Uh, anybody else that's kind of sort of somewhat interesting as far as first base? I should say about E5, too. You want to talk about hot. Like, this guy's hitting bombs lately. And what, he hit two again yesterday or the day before? I can't remember which day. But he's he's super hot right now. One guy, too. We don't have a, we don't have a Texas lineup, right? Uh, not just yet, no. West Coast game. Uh, kind of like I always like Forsyth against a lefty, so I should at least know him. I, I wouldn't mind him if he's in that lineup. Uh, second base, you got DJ LeMayhew. If you have the funds, for sure. I know you're gonna get get, get excited about him. Uh, you know who else uh, kind of does it for you as far as the old Keystone position? Yeah, I mean DJ LeMayhew for sure is towards the top. You got Glaybar too from, from the Yankees. He's eligible at second, right? So, yeah, yeah, Glaybar, too. I mean, you look at both those guys. You got Tim – I kind of like Tim Beckham, too. I wish we had – let me see. We don't have that lineup either. So, we, we don't have a lot of these lineups because it's all West Coast games. But if Tim Beckham's in there, I like him against the, the 4K pitcher. But the two Yankees guys, I think, have to be the two best plays, right? I mean, you got Glaybar and DJ. The Yankees just give you so much upside on a slate like this that – who would you, you'd obviously rather play DJ, but do you like Glaybar too? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I prefer DJ, obviously, but if I'm like stacking up the Yankees or, yeah, I, I'm good with Glaybar. If I'm in, having issues as far as funds, I can't quite get there. If I have a little mini uh, Kansas City stack, I'm good with Merrifield. Uh, Lopez is kind of a super punt there, but I don't necessarily love him. Uh, Hanser Alberto has smashed the lefties this year. It's well, but it's 418 versus lefties. Not a lot of power, 133, but the Woba 418 is a big number. Uh, I know we like Suarez. I, love that. I think that's a really good play too. He's in the one hole. He's 
like you said, mashed them all year. I think that's a really good play tonight. Uh, see, you're talking to me. I, I'm just going to let you say all the plays because you got me on McCann now, and I kind of think Alberto might be my favorite play here. It's it's a kind of a leverage play, too, because we think Swearer is going to be somewhat uh, heavily owned on this slate, maybe 25 30% or so. Again, check back as far as those projections. Hot corner, third base. I know you mentioned Moncada. Alberto is nice, man. I like that play. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been pretty good. I mean, I kind of want to, if I'm playing one team tonight on DK and fantasy draft, I kind of want to play Giolito just for the upside he gives. And if I can fit him in, if I play, if, if I play guys like this, it makes it pretty easy to happen. You could play DJ at third as well. Devers, of course, is available there at third base. He's pretty pricey if you have the funds, though. Obviously, no issue with that in tournaments. We talked about Flecko's issues. As far as yielding homers, Hunter Dozier certainly has the pop the Benguet out. And you mentioned Mancata as a leverage play against Barrios. Uh, where are you landing as far as third? I feel like this is one of those positions you fill out uh, almost last. Nobody really jumps out as like the clear-cut, obvious play. And you mentioned Jose Ramirez, who we think is going to be maybe 20% owned. I mean, he's for sure going to be over 20. I, I can't wait to slide into the DMs here, but – I, I, I like Mankata. This is my spot. I, I'm definitely playing Mankata tonight. Like, I love Mankata against righties. I love getting the leverage on a six-game slate. Ah, I love Mankata tonight. I don't think anyone's going to play him, really. I mean, all things considered, he could be less than 5% owned on, on a short slate. If he hits – say he hits two bombs tonight, you, you kill the pitcher and you get the, the – the, he could end the slate. By oh, that's beautiful. Ball. So, and he's capable, obviously. I mean, he could hit two bombs anytime against a righty. Uh, I, I love him. What, what's his BVP? Do I still have uh, Barrios up? You want Moncada? I have it in front of me, actually. Yeah. Three for 15 with a double, uh, five strikeouts. He did steal a base. He also got caught stealing, walked three times. No bombs? No bombs. One extra base hit. I still like it. I mean, he, he's gonna he's gonna get it done tonight. I think. I mean, I can get that little four, five, six even with Mancada, Goins, the Goat, and, and McCann. I want to know what his like exit velocity is, but I don't have that right in front of me right now. Uh, Hold up, well, let's go get it, was, get it. Get it there. We got 13 minutes. We got to do shortstops. We got to do outfielders. We got to do stacks. We got to do homers. We got to talk to the chat. Do a little screen share. You're not gonna believe this, T. It's a six game slate, and we're behind schedule. Or cruising along. We've heard we've got all kinds of stuff done here. Fire up some shortstops for me. So shortstop, I mean, this JP Crawford dude has been really good. And I, the more I keep talking about these Seattle guys, I kind of like all these guys that I keep. I, it's bad because I like that 4K pitcher. So, I mean, could you ever? We always, at least a few times a year, we see someone win a tournament with the pitcher and the hitters. This could be a slate where it happens. Oh, sure. I mean, like, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily somebody that has to run away from, uh, you know, we, we talk about it all the time, like the great pitchers, even the best pitchers are giving up homers, like ridiculously. Berlander gives up like one and a half per, um, you absolutely can have a hitter and a pitcher on the same winning lineup. Like that's, I have no issues with that. Do you, do you like anyone besides these chalk guys like Xander, Lindor, Didi? I mean, those three guys are going to be so high owned that, is this for, this Angels dude is seriously projected 20% owned? Well, the presumption what? is it's just like Fletcher is going to be uh, the leadoff guy uh, against, you know, with the highest team total against Jakobotis and Ashelman. And oh, not Reninfo or whatever. He's not leadoff. 
Oh, he's projected to be fairly high? I was thinking of Fletcher for some reason. 20% owned on here, unless I'm looking at it wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing, too. And I guess the projection is really – From what I can see, again, this Are gets – going to give the line about it so they're constantly tinkering? and. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it'll be less than 20%, but, like, I think the initial read is, like, that uh, projections believe the Angels will be very, a very, very popular stack, which I think they will be, but they might be a little less owned. Than, like, we both seem like that's probably too hot. I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't think he's going to – he can't be 10% owned unless he somehow gets a good lineup spot. If he's hitting in the eight hole or I think he, he's going to hit somewhere around the bottom, like, he can't be above 10%. Yeah, somewhere in that area seems reasonable. Uh, I mean, I'd like Lindor if I can get there. Obviously, he's a little pricey, but Montgomery is, is a disaster. He's not very good. He's barely hanging on these days. You mentioned Torres. Uh, Gregorius, uh, he did get a price bump, and I don't like lefty power. Uh, you know, in, in Fenway, it's good for everything else. But, the, you know, as far as homers, it's not good for lefties. You mentioned Xander, if I have all the money, for sure, if I'm stacking up Boston. But, you know. Goins, this is where we play Goins. <laughs> not Laurie Garcia? He's going to. I, I hate Laurie Garcia. Like, I never play him. Who loves Goings and hates Garcia? Like, it's what People I mean. that love money? I mean, who, who doesn't? <laughs> Uh, you know, Elvis and Simeon are both perfectly fine, but like I'm not seeking him out, but I land on him, so be it. You talked about Crawford is perfectly fine there against Verhagen. Uh, how about the out guy, too? Fire away. I, I love Nico Goodrum against right handed pitching, and he's in the seven hole, so no one's going to play him. And he just makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's 4K on DK. I think Nico Goodrum is a really, really good tournament play tonight. You're talking about against lefties or against righties you like him? I was looking against Swanson, so. Yeah. Yes. I, I was gonna come in soon. See, you corrected me. I, you're allowed to correct me. I like it. I was looking at I was looking at Swanson. I was looking at a different page. <laughs> I did it politely. I didn't say like Yeah, well, I don't like him. And see, I'm glad you corrected me though, because I don't like him now. I don't like him against lefties. Hashtag well actually. You uh, got me. I, I I admit it when you get me, you got me. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to say I got you on Vargas, though. I haven't got, got me plenty of games on Vargas. Well, you have, I haven't heard it yet. You have American dollars and like a Venmo exchange that confirms <laughs> that you got me. <laughs> um, we like Mike Trout. Spoiler alert, he's very good. Uh, we talked about the Yankees as far as Outfitters, Judge, and Hicks, you know, Betts and JD. JD's still a little bit too under price. I, I think he's definitely uh, a bit of a discount. I, I talked about how I like, I like the power there for Kansas City, Solaire uh, in particular. Um, who's jumping out for you in the outfield? Chris Davis is still really cheap. Is that exciting you? <laughs> I haven't played him a single slate. I've refused to play Chris Davis with everyone else playing him. But, yeah. I mean, Trout, I, I will for sure have Trout on all my teams. And I think these Angels, I, I kind of talked about not wanting to play them, but I think I'll be contrarian enough at other spots to where I for sure think that they're the three best plays for me with it being Trout, Upton, and Otani. I can see myself playing all three of them, even though they're pretty chalky, just because I think I'm going to play enough low-owned guys to where it's not going to matter. And I think they're the three best plays. If I wasn't, though, the Yankees guys, I mean, Judge, Hicks, I love Hicks in this spot. And, I mean, who doesn't love – what does the announcer always say? Hicks Hicks to the sticks? I mean, I, I like that. Who says that? I don't say that. John Sterling or whatever that guy's name is. Oh, oh the radio announcer. He's got to have a gimmick for every yeah, for every hitter. begs out a homer. Hicks to the sticks. I mean, he's going to hit Hicks to the sticks tonight. Well, you're not like Crane, though. You know, Crane actually listens. He literally listens to the radio call. Like, yeah. well, like That's because he, he, like, sits in the parking lot at Subway and, like, eats his little <laughs> six-inch sub and, like, come on, Crane. 
how many bad decisions can you make? Like eating at Subway, sitting in your car, listening to like, does he not? What year is he living in with sports? Is he, can you imagine just going to Subway and sitting in the parking lot, listening to a radio broadcast as you make team? I mean, eating Subway. Like, imagine going to Subway. The crunchy bread and oh, crane. Oh, no. It would tilt me so hard. I don't know if you have, are you aware of Publix in Kentucky or in your area? You know, yeah, Publix. I mean, it's okay. not here, but I'm aware of it. Yeah, like they had, public subs are ridiculous. They're amazing. They're really good. And like uh, where I used to live in Daniel Island in South Carolina, they had Publix. They have a, a subway in a Publix plaza. And I just, I would just sit up. I would just yell at the people in my head. Like, why are you go get a sub? Uh, it's, it's, it's a tilt me. We don't type these kind of things. But I don't know how a subway survives uh, in the same complex, uh, the same, you know, distance as, as a Publix. But nonetheless, uh, we got to talk about the, let's do a quick screen share again. We talked about this uh, tomorrow. The lineup HQ is going to be free to the people. If you guys do not have RG Premium, you get a little peek on that. Blender, we talked about him in the chat. He'll be giving you a, a tutorial at 2 o'clock. It'll be evergreen as well, so you've got to find it wherever you want as far as how to best take advantage of things in, in, in lineup HQ, how to build lineups and things of that sort. Um, also, there will be a $1,000 free roll tomorrow. We still have the Rotor Grinders badge contest going down. Not a contest, just rock the RG badge. We'll go ahead and drop the link. You, ro you rock the badge, you get yourself a... Uh, you know, uh, a free month of RG Premium if you happen to bink or finish in the top Do you 10. you rock the badge? I have a special modified badge. Modified? Has... I mean, what's the modified? What's it looking like? How come you get a modified one? I, I know a guy. <laughs> Mine's not modified. Well, because I don't know if – have you seen my Twitter handle before? It's got the, uh, you know, the Almanac, Gray Sports Almanac, uh, Biff. You wear a Biff Tannen? Yeah, I mean, that's not modified, though. That's just a, a different thing. I mean, that's what you use. Well, it's the Almanac, but it's got an RG, like, the label on there, if you look at it closely. Yeah, so it's branded with Rotor Grinders on there, but it's got – it's the old Gray Sports Almanac. And Biff screwed me over yesterday. I turned on the wrong page, so things did not work out for me. Hopefully, he hooks me up tonight. I uh, swear I finished dead last yesterday, I think. Like, I, I don't think I got a hit all night. I, I had one, like, just in case the Dodgers do something, like, mini stack, and, like, my one-offs did well, and I think it doesn't want like, a lot of my cast or something like that. It wasn't good. It was a bad night. Oh, well, you got a cash. I yeah. The way you were talking, you got a cash. You did good. I'm like the Monopoly guy over here, man. I'm rich. Yeah. The Almanac did work. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see if we have anything as far as umpires. So go ahead and load up some questions in chat, too. And we'll try to knock out as many questions as possible before we step aside and make way for crunch time, which is Derek Cardi and uh, Kevin Roth. Uh, pitchers, umpire. I don't think there's anything umpire-wise that I saw just yet. The Pluto games, pitchers. Oh, boy. Flecko and Montgomery, extreme pitchers umpire. Okay. Uh, not much else. And, of course, some of these games, new series, so we only have uh, information on some of these going down. Trying to see who our core – here's our core plays as far as pitchers today. You want to know who it is, our core play? Jose Brios. That's it. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Cash game play? Oh, it's Barrios with either Anderson, Suarez, or LeBlanc. That's what Noto says. I agree. Uh, oh, your boy Cheese. Your boy Cheese got he is Verhagen in there. There you go. It, for tournaments. Cheese loves money. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you don't you don't win a million twice by playing Barrios on this slate. You don't win a million by playing Verhagen, though. <laughs> yeah, you do. Tonight you do. I don't it know if it's a million, but it'll feel like a million winning with him. Again, this will be all free tomorrow. You guys can dig into it. There's all sorts of good stuff in here. I apologize we read late somehow, but cannot dig into it too much tonight. But I do want to say that the questions are loading up now in chat. Give me your favorite stacks and three guys that are, are going to hit the homers tonight. 
So I, I kind of talked about it, but the Angels, I think, are the best spot. I mean, these guys up top are so good. They're going to be chalky, too, so you kind of got to get different. So I like the White Sox, too, but only – so I've talked about two mini stacks, maybe the Angels outfielders with the White Sox, three, four, five, six, maybe three of those guys. And then, obviously, the Yankees game. I mean, the Yankees in Boston. Boston might be too low-owned against Tanaka. Like, we talked about Tanaka's – projection being just super low but i don't think boston will be played i mean what are the what are the ownerships looking for boston uh all right let's see if i can jump over to the boston hitters and see if uh they do kind of look a little a little higher than i thought i think they'll i think they'll be lower owned than than we would think we have a team ownership as well too that's a new thing i'm not sure if you know i don't even know where that's at so tell me I think it's right next to the – yeah, so see, it says percentage owned. Right next to it says TM ownership, oh, ownership percentage. Okay, I got you. And to no surprise, the most popular team ownership, according to the projections, at least as of right now, is the Angels. The, the next what team – What is that factoring? Is that factoring, like, stacks, or is that – what's it – what factors into that? I assume it's the aggregate, like all nine players, like a collection of them. I'm not really sure, though. I like that, it. That's a Jamino question. Don't I, I, I can't answer that. I don't know. It gives uh, you an idea, though. I, I like that. Boston second for what it's worth, by the way. Uh, Lightning Boston's round. ahead of the Yankees. Uh, yes, the, the Yankees. Seattle's third for what it's worth, by the way. Seattle's lineup's out too, and it looks real good. I think. I mean, you got all the guys I wanted to see. You got basically everyone I wanted to see down to six. I even like Nola in the seven, so I, I like Seattle a little. Bit. I don't hate Seager as a punt. Yeah. Ah. Seager's a really good play. I kind of like Seattle more than my 4K guy after after doing the whole show. All right, T, this is a true lightning round. You've got to knock out many questions so you can in the next two minutes or so. First of all, uh, D-Train, our producer, says Jersey Mike is the GOATS. Oh, Jersey Mike's is so good. The other day, though, I went in and I was all excited. I was going to get a nice whatever the largest size is, and they were out of freaking bread. <laughs> How are you out of bread? I mean, I don't go to McDonald's and they're out of fries. Well, no, no carbs. Uh, White Sox stack, yes or no? I mean, I love when – I won't go on the rant, but, yes, I like White Sox. Any thoughts on the Seattle pitcher? I assume they mean LeBlanc. Yeah, we love LeBlanc. He's the, he, I think he's the safest pitcher of the night. I do. Have I tried the Burger King $1 taco? No, I have not. Have you? Burger King has tacos? Come on, man. Who's I, Seriously. If I eat a bad taco, it's definitely going to be from Taco Bell. <laughs> like, if I eat a bad taco, which isn't often. How do you feel about Anderson and Suarez as a combination for pitchers? I'm definitely not playing Anderson. And I, I can make a case for any pitcher, really, besides Barrios, who is the chalk. So, Would you play Nicky Lopez? Like, if I'm desperate for a punt, I'm okay. Oh, I played this dude last week. I'm sure you know this already. But he bunted three times in one game. I can't <laughs> ever play a guy again that bunts three times in one game. Every time with, like, two guys on base, too, he'd go up there and bunt. This is nothing to do with the slate tonight, but they, they're talking about it. Who, who's better, Rendon or Chapman? Rendon. Oh, I mean, definitely Rendon. I'm not a big, a big Chapman guy. Chapman's fine, but, like, Rendon. I think he's good on defense, too. Like, I think he's a good baseball player. I, as far as fantasy, though, I like Rendon way more. Yeah, it's, it's a, they're fired up there as far as the, the questions there in chat. Uh, favorite SB2 for cash? I said it's probably LeBlanc. Uh, if you like your hitters, uh, you can have the money for Suarez. I'm okay with Suarez. But, like, favorites are relative term. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not playing cash for the record, but that's what I would do. I would play one of those two, and I would pair him with Barrios. You, you keep talking about Barrios getting the 
just being way too heavily owned as far as the slate. Uh, give me a, let's finish strong first, Tony. Give the people something hot. Uh, maybe reiterate the points. Uh, what, what's going down tonight? What's going to surprise the people? I think I'm going to get three home runs from Mankata, Goins, McCann. <laughs> so, so McCann's going to hit two and, and Mankata's going to hit one? However I get them, I think I'm getting three from those three. <laughs> He's Tony. This was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, enjoy your baseball tonight. I'm Dean. Stay tuned for crunch time. We're out of here. Oh! Holland?